Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Welcome to episode 276 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. So here we are. We are uh, officially the Twillies. Last episode of the year. The most fun episode of the year. And um, I don't want to welcome new listeners at this at this stage because this is not the one. No, it's not. Do the other one. Yeah. Or do the next one. Go back. This is, go, go back. <laughs> or we'll, Open up, open up your, your calendar app of choice, yeah. and uh, and may, perhaps schedule yourself in for you know like around March one a reminder or something like that. I forget, I forget when the actual season starts, but uh, you know maybe get yourself in a little, uh, uh, get yourself into in something and uh, and then start then. Um, and they're saying they're saying raise on. Raise on mute again. Ray oh. muted his shit like a fucking retard. Everybody, thank you for the chat room for um for actually alerting us to that Look, fact. If you ask me to do anything differently to anything I've done all year, <laughs> if um if 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 Ray's voice has gone up, if, um if if Ray has gone up on the mic, um yeah, Ray should get up on. He should get on the mic. I mean, yeah, show some respect. <laughs> but, but um yeah, so new listeners, new listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Love, love you guys. Come back next year or go back like half a dozen episodes, get a feel for it because this one, this one's for the true believers really because this one, you know, it's, it's, this one gets about as inside baseball as, as, as it could be and... Uh, oh, look, we're announcing the team of the year. There is there is a heavy, like, you know, there's good, you know, sort of 15 odd uh, awards up tonight that are, are rugby league, you know, like the actual NRL centric. But then we also have like some, some ones that are, you know, like community centric and things like that. So it's a bit of, it's a bit of a mix and those ones are going to be a bit of a... Uh... Fucking De Niro, come back when your record against Twill hosts is better. Yeah, that's right. You piece of shit. Yeah, well, his record was pretty good, but um, it just didn't get him into the finals. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll be referring to the chat that, that's going on in the live chat room. There's a ton of people in there listening live. There's a ton of people that were in there since uh, we're starting at 9 p.m. Queensland time. And there's a ton of people that were in there about... Well, I was doing, like, the early prep stuff, and I'm like, I'll, just, I'll do some sound checks and shit, you know, not around. Fucking people in the chat room at 6 p.m. going, like, well, you know, I'm hyped. <laughs> All right, See, cool. It's a good thing that we didn't do live video. Yes. Because then it was very possible. Do you see that video streamer that left his YouTube channel? What did he do? Running? He jerked off. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, isn't that what YouTube streamers do? Well, metaphorically, oh. yes. <laughs> or is that my free cams? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
they, they, you're echoing in Jay's mic. Well, I mean, there's not a lot I can do about that. Fucking, his, his mic's right up in my business. Hang on. Let me go, go sit over there. Let I mean, me just roll. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe the mics are ultra fucking sensitive tonight or something like that. I mean, we can probably do that. That's, that's something we can probably fucking figure out with. Test, um, test. Thank you to, thank you to the live community for, uh, for, for helping us out on this because it makes it a lot fucking easier for us. Kathy's cavernous cunt covers copious kilometres. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just chuck the volume down a little bit there so that'll stop the you know, the sensitivity of the mics and everything. So, okay. Now, this week, I mean, it's a couple of weeks after the season's finished, so we don't have a lot of, um, I don't think, like, mailbag stuff. I mean, it's all, you know, there's been bants back and forth and, thing, and you know, things like, you know, people obviously lobbying and stuff to get their... To get the awards, and which yes. is great. This year has seen the highest amount of lobbying for people wanting to win awards, and also their. Um, it's also seen the highest amount of lobbying by yeah. cunts with protected and private accounts. <laughs> yeah, and it makes it makes it hard. It may, and like I didn't. Yeah, it, it makes it makes it hard to lobby. I mean, you know, assuming assuming you let everyone follow you, then that's great. However, we like to you know retweet things and uh, and spread the love and stuff like that. So, you know. Do yourselves a favour, at least around this time, get a burner account or something like that. Um, and uh, remember, echoes off. Uh, okay, so it's reverb. It's on purpose. No, it's really, it's really not on purpose. Unless, unless you stream are doing it to us, we're not putting any effects on this shit. Believe me. Um, maybe they've got like a good switch or something, and they want to make things sound more, you know, professional. So yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's gonna end up like a fucking share song. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, put the auto tune. Hang on, remember? Did you remember that T Pain? Did you have that T Pain app on the phone? It was one of those first like apps on the phone that you could do. Yeah, yes. I had, you know, doing you know on a boat. And, yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, first thing, well, look, first thing we, we got to do. I mean, let's start the show off proper. Yep, we got a we got a shot of uh, Patron XO Cafe. Which came to you know it, it earned its legend status at the at the meetups grand final day in 2016. Uh, proceeded this year, well not as heavily, just one round this year. Oh no, um, it, was it? No, shit, no. We had like four, five. Oh fuck, where was I? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Okay, in that case, I had the one, but uh, we're gonna hit our shots and then let's do it. Cheers. Good season. Oh, smooth, yeah. all the way down the esophagus, to the gut, through the lining, and into our other important organs. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Oh, good shit. Oh, that's so nice. Excellent. Okay. And I just want to mention as well, I mean, you mentioned in the chat room, but um, everyone else can know how amazing certain listeners are and things that certain listeners can do for certain podcast hosts. Yes. Is the magician who's at... Uh, He's the magician in uh, in the chat room at the moment, but he's at Shane Aaron Elvis on uh, Twitter. Long time listener of the show, um, long time member, Tour Nation member as well. Um, uh, was was in uh, in Sydney, moved back to uh, to England, and he uh, from from the uh, frigid and uh, horrible climate of England hooked up Dan Murphy's to bring us a bowl of Grey Goose. Uh, which we've uh, we've had for a couple of weeks and have been holding back for the purposes of uh, the show tonight. And so thank you, sir. Thank you very much for that. And um, absolute fucking sensational humor. And we are going to put it to good use. And uh, the vodka, not the bottle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the grey goose. Is it like the like the the imp, the, the impulse deodorant <laughs> equivalent for for high school girls these days or something? <laughs> oh God. Uh, 
video fuckers of 2016. Yeah, so I just I, I do want to say, I mean, we got a long off. We got obviously off season coming up. We got a long off season, and I am going to investigate like the video thing, perhaps doing it like on YouTube, like Rogan does or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not as technological as as Rogan though, because he'd be using like a TriCaster and he's got multiple cameras and he's got a producer sitting in there, like Jamie sitting in there switching yeah. camera camera to the to Rogan camera that he's talking to and he's just and fl- flicking up YouTube videos and shit that, you know when they're talking about him. that is not going to fucking happen ever believe Cause, me because unfortunately the closest thing you've got to a producer is a cunt that can't figure out how to unmute his mic <laughs> <laughs> however I do have I do have an area out the back that um, one of the things I'll be doing over the off season is you know, turn it into a bit of a, a studio um, kind of like kids wanted to do YouTube videos and stuff like that um, so we do it again setting up like green screen and all that sort of thing and um I'll, so I'll be, able to, I'll be able to figure out the, you know, the filming it, no problem at all. Just the matter of getting it, you know, like the live streaming through YouTube and everything. But I'll do some experiments over the off season because it might be, we, it may be that we can do every episode like that. And every episode, you know, they'll sound, it'll, you know, be the same as ever for, you know, everyone else. It'll be on iTunes and stuff. However, the opportunity to do it live or instead of consume through iTunes, consume, you know, watching it through YouTube or whatever, that that's on the table as well. So hopefully. You know, the, we didn't have the the internet capacity here until about May this year, uh, May June. Um, so it's not something we've ever been able to even consider in the past. But now it's something that's yeah, very very feasible and very possible. So um, yeah, it's something we'll look into in the future. So this is great. It's like a live uh, like a, a live uh, mailbag here. Uh, could I turn the volume up on Jay's mic? Yeah, I probably could turn the volume up on Jay's mic. Um, I feel like Jay's got a problem Jay fucks with his mic and uh, and bends the thing and everything and he's probably fucked it up and I feel like those <laughs> I feel like fucking Newstead on and Justice for All <laughs> hopefully this is your one I'll turn that one up that's, uh, hopefully that's, that's your mic I've turned it up a little bit Oof. so uh, so you can you can be louder that's fine um, because even when we're you know when we're talking about uh, oh Bethany sweetie what? if you need both our volumes up just turn the volume up on whatever you're listening on yeah, easy fix. That's that, that's that's probably the easiest way to do that. Tell you what, talk yep. about staunch um, last person standing. Yes, Bethany at the meetup. Yep, credit uh, Irish Tiger youngster coming there, and, and he was he was last. I think was he absolute last? Uh, probably him and, him and Solzy. I think might have been the no, last. No, L L was there. L and her wonderful partner. Yep, they were there. They were there. Who the made death, a so. fucking big drive from coughs? I want to say. No, I, I want to say it was more. I think it was up here, wasn't it? No, I thought it was coughs because I think I remember making some sort of bulldogs analogy. <laughs> but um, it was a long way though, and um, yeah, massive fantastic, credit, massive credit to all of the. And and Bethany was like, she was in the last person standing category. We put her in a cab as we left, as we left El Loco, and then then the next day, the as next well. night as yeah, well. So that's yeah. like that, that's two in a row. It's fantastic. So, yeah, that's no, great. Um, but young Irish tiger. You know, he can look. He can stay for a long time. Yeah, but fucking kid, dead horse, and no one to stop beating it. <laughs> Unless you did end up fucking that barmaid, <laughs> in which case I retract my statements. <laughs> oh, what are they talking about? Oh, my volume's at max. Oh, they, want to <laughs> they want to turn it up a bit. Okay, fucking, I'll turn it up a little bit more. This is uh the the beauty of of live uh, stuff. Um. This should be this should be like turned this should be turned up pretty fucking loud now though. I mean that's that's gone up. If it's if it's if that's not fucking loud enough for you, then I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't I just don't know what to tell you. That's that's plenty it's because these bullshit millennial devices don't yeah. have a bass boost 
anymore. <laughs> I used to have the old ghetto blaster. Everything. There, there was like a button. <laughs> oh, there's no answers. You can't see the fuck off. All right. Um, now, I guess the first thing we'll do, rather than doing the mailbag thing, I mean, we've had uh, constant, the, the, uh, it's been a live mailbag from the chat room. Um, I wish I could span that chat and make it a lot you know, larger so I could see a lot more of it at the time. But um, people complain about the one thing per 30 seconds. Let me tell you, I have the power to... Uh, to unrest to boom all right motherfuckers you're unleashed you can do you can do more than one everything you can you can do now frog more turn it down to like go fuck yourself um okay so yeah now now you guys can send as many messages as you want but uh you know you can also be banned too for being a fuckhead so let's let's try and keep it even i'm gonna have another one of these patrons before we get into news you get you think about your news stories you're gonna have a patron or you're gonna be no i'll patron it all right good because it's, uh, it's a very sad existence to Patron alone. This <laughs> 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 <sighs> 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 is that massive dead air. Okay, so we're going to do some news stories. I mean, there's not a fuck of a lot going on at the moment, but there's a couple of decent ones this week. Uh, Cronk today, Cooper Cronk, he, he signaled his intention to play on and find a club and actually doing it the right way by saying, fuck this one year shit. Mm-hmm. Why why re, why start again somewhere for a year? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a two year deal. Yep. And uh, I think it's a great way of doing it. But yeah, you know, there's been a lot of musical chairs scenarios trotted out as far as where he could end up. Like he could end up at East, and that sends Pierce to the Tigers, which sends Brooks to the Dogs, which sends you know Mbai to the Warriors, and Look, you know it, like all this shit. There's. This is that sort of thing that's going to go around and around and around and everyone's going to know someone who told them something or sources close to somebody says something. Yep. Um, you know, how long's Pierce signed for? What's he got? I don't know. Two years left? I don't know, but I mean, like the thing is, at club level, he's, he's fine to, you know, fine to great. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, Cronk... This is the thing, Cronk... It's a, it's a it's a tremendously risky thing for Kronk too. He's won a premiership. He's had that classic fucking Royce Simmons Beaver fucking send off, yep. which cannot be better. Mm-hmm. It just does not get any better than that. <clears throat> and now he can restart without Cam Smith feeding him, without Billy looming up on the outside, yeah. and without Bellamy <sighs> giving these dudes roles to play that, that particularly match up nicely with his yeah. style. Yeah. He could fuck his entire legacy <laughs> in the next two years. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I, I don't think we're at legacy fucking, um, which is an interesting name for a charity. <laughs> that, is, that's a, that is an interesting name for a charity. But, well, uh, I mean, like, that's an interesting arm of a, of a charity, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Hang on, what do legacy do? Aren't they the ones that do, like, hostages and torture? Isn't it just, isn't it like the, isn't it like the family, like the, the, the family in... Descendants and stuff of, of service people. Oh, I thought that was the RSL. Oh, I don't fucking know. Anyway, something like that. Kronk's um, obviously got a, a fair bit of value to give um, for the next two years. Yes. The thing is, rugby league's obviously not <clears throat> a sport like uh, you know, basketball, where one player can make so much of a difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you've got so many players on the field and, and there's so much around you know, fatigue and and things like that. It's... I, I really think it's clubs 
it has to be clubs that are almost there. Yep. The Cronk will consider. You know, if yep. if Newcastle are talking to him. Um, no. Hmm? Uh, However, like you know, like we we're talking about Bennett and coaching legacies and stuff like that. Yeah. When Cronk walks in there and grabs them by the scruff of the neck and says, "Come with me, boys," and like drags them up to like you know sixth. Yeah, that that's a win. Then he's a god. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to see this one because you know we've we've spoken about it multiple times. Yeah. We don't really have a test case for anyone to have go from Melbourne. And succeed uh, in excess of what... Well, he, can, he, can, he can't exceed what he's done, but, I mean, he can still... Not, not even exceed what he's done, but have the same, sort you know, of result, yeah, yeah, aura yeah. about them. Like, yeah. um, you know, Hoffman went to the Warriors. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was a holiday. I reckon he was as lazy as fuck. I don't, well, he's I don't going back now. Yeah. So. And watch him be great. You're probably getting the origins like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll probably be great again. Yeah. So, I mean, you remember like that last year that he was the, that he was at Storm. I mean, yeah. He, was, he fucking won us like... Exactly. He fucking won the series for yeah. us that year pretty much. Shit out on the left there, man. It's amazing. Him and the Morris is like beast mode. Um, draw. People talking about the draw. Um, I, will, I have to go on the record and say, every year, there are people at the NRL on Twitter... When's the draw out? And you know, and then when they were doing like the first twenty, and then the last six. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. When's the when's the last games come out? When's the draw? When's the draw? Fucking! I was like, shut the fuck up, you whinging little bitches. Who gives a fuck about the goddamn draw? And mm. I and I still st- and I still feel that way today. However, now that it is out completely, yeah, I'm actually like like this is fucking this is great. Not only do you see all the dates and all the opponents, but all the times mm-hmm. of the games, the actual yep. days, not just the weekend where you could be any slot. Yep. And, you know, like, you look at, you know, I remember it was always like you look in July and you go, okay, Manly are playing the Titans in July. And, you know, fucking great. I hope it's Sunday afternoon so I can take the kids. So you can get down there. And you go, yep. no, it's Monday night. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. when, it, when the time comes around. So um, now that it's all set up and, and people are like, oh, you know, oh, the Manly game, it's been, you know, it's been down at the Titans. You know, they played the, at Rabina, like, you know, for X amount of times in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at Gladstone this year, so instead of being like, "Oh fuck that shit," I'm like, "How much flights cost the Gladstone? 140 bucks each way. How much does accommodation cost in Gladstone? Like a hundred bucks." Yeah. Well, um, I'll just drive five hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just drive to Gladstone, spend the night, come back down the next day. Fuck yeah. It's fucking easy. Make a road trip if any other manly fans want to come up. You know, they're my friends. That's fine. We'll do a road and trip. And, you know what? Yeah, have a that, great time. That fucking builds character in a young man. Yeah. You know. Yep. When. Exactly. When you make a, an unscheduled pit stop and, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden, you know, the strange oh. man looks at him in the bathroom and but it, it work, it daddy works beats like, him to death with a toilet seat. And I've, I don't have to... I don't, it's so easy for me to sell him. Yeah, Gladstone, where the fuck's Gladstone? Does, it doesn't matter Gladstone is. It's it's a bit further than than, uh, than going to Harvey Bay and he understands Harvey Bay and how long it takes to get to Harvey yeah. Bay. What's in Harvey Bay? Well, we play Pokemon. That's like, you know, that's where the, the latitude line is beneath which a certain Pokemon doesn't appear. It only appears above that line at Harvey Bay. So we'll, we'll sweep through Harvey Bay. We'll pick up some Corsolas on the way and he's like, fucking in. Done. So it's all good. And then, and also having that draw there, I'm like, okay, great. So uh, where's the, when, where's the Sunday afternoon brookie? Okay, there's two in April. So okay, yep. which one? So one's against the Tigers, one's against the not. Well, so one's against the Tigers on a Sunday afternoon, one's against the Knights on like a Friday night. Like, okay, so which is the, which is the better one? I go fuck it. I'm That's go. like saying, would you fuck the hot blonde or the hot brunette? So I'm going to go down to rounds. So, uh, so okay, so. Uh, Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon at two o'clock or something at brookie. Yep. Fuck it. I'll go down Sunday morning. Stay on Sunday night and then you know, come back home on Monday sometime. Yeah, done. red eye, eye Monday. And you and you buying the flight six months out and they only cost like hundred and twenty bucks each way and it's yes. fucking great. So uh, so the the, the format I'm of a the convert. Draw itself. I'm a con- yes. 
um, or, or sorry, the the style in which it was released, I am 100% in agreement with. Yep. What I still can't get my head around, um, now you know, I'm, I'm a person who likes order. Yes, yes. I like rationale and logic and for things to make sense and yes. for there to be a fucking clear process that's followed. <laughs> yes. Uh, otherwise known as autism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rem- that's... No, I can't say that. But, um, <laughs> definitely. But, um, yeah, it's life. We what can't. I can't get my head around is that... you know, And, and it's the interesting thing I've seen come up People are over-talking about this team gets this many rest days and this team yep. doesn't and this team always plays on Fridays and this team doesn't. And then there's all the arguments where, you know, oh, our team's not always playing Friday night this year. Well, okay, two games on a Sunday doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know. yeah. The, the strangest part of the draw is the amount of teams that double up early on. Yeah, I think Manly played the Eels twice in the first couple of weeks. For seven seven weeks. Now tell I me, think? let's let's just hypothetical this. Okay. Let's say Manly last year. Yep. Cop the Cowboys. Yep. In the first eight rounds twice. Okay. Right. Yep. You get pretty much a full strength Cowboys yep. team. If you'd have had them twice, we did get them once in the first round. Beat them by thirty, but that, yeah, but yeah. No, I mean, you get the JT-less Cowboys. Yeah. Twice that part before they gelled and they and they and they started to come on yeah yeah so this uh, the thing is I'm not really I'm not really that interested in talking about uh you know like for example I mainly play the Storm twice Broncos twice in Brisbane um East twice so like the top three teams mm. Parramatta twice the top four teams they play them twice yeah. and a lot of teams you know play maybe play them once I'm not interested in talking about that though because that's 2017 strength yes and that only and the strength of a draw in terms of the teams you're playing can only be assessed at the conclusion of the season because yeah it could you know also, and also during the season as well like you know and you take variables if you get Melbourne twice in a year oh no that's unlucky get them twice in a year during origin period mm-hmm. a la St George yeah Ooh. or you get you get St George in round 4 this yeah. year when they're top of the table yep that's well, not the same as St. George that fucking takes, takes in round 26. <laughs> I mean, like, so it's a, you've, got the, you've got the strength. Sure, there's traditional strength of teams and they look scary on paper when yeah, the, you've just finished the season. It. However, you don't know how strong they're going to be the next year. And can, also, you don't know how strong they're going to be at that time of the year. And can so I go out on a limb really retroactive thing you can, retrospective thing you can talk can about. Can I go out on a limb here and say that Melbourne are the only team that will carry an aura with them next year? Yeah, probably. Even Cronulla being last year's premiers, they've none. They carried nothing into no. this year. No, they will look. They may have carried it into it, but they pretty much fumbled and bumbled their way and ill-disciplined their yeah. way into into dropping that ore and, and yeah. leaving it behind them somewhere around you know round ten or something like that. Yeah. So mm. um, the other thing about the draw uh, being announced in in uh, a complete fact factor so early is that uh, May twelfth is a double header, and we can say right now, okay, we're going to fucking do a thing. May, yeah, May 12th. There is going to be a meet-up at May 12th, and it's going to probably be like at Hotel LA or something. And so if, you, if you're looking to come up to Brisbane for a game... It's called fucking Twillsmas in July. Except it's in May. In May. Twillsmas in May, May July. Twillsmas in July. <laughs> in May. In May. <laughs> Featuring the month of May. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we're going to be so we, we will do something then I mean we did something on a on a smaller scale like you know we probably you know, like had you know, like a dozen or you know something like that you know, people and it was kind of all set up kind of haphazardly and very last minute and we had some people that were flying up anyway and so we'd arrange yes. like with friends to go with, an, in, with a pretty large group to that game yep. but this time we can confidently say okay it's May 12th it's a Saturday we know what time I think it's like a 5.30 game and a 7.30 game on those double mm-hmm. headers so you know we can fucking set I mean like we can set up at 12 really I mean if you want to get Midday. fucked up yeah like if you want to do, if you want to treat like a grand final in July in May, <laughs> um, and I'll, look, I'll put it. You know, my team was involved in none of those matches last year. No, fun as fuck though, right? And it, it was as much fun as uh, as I've had at a footy game. Yep. Since local derbies back in the day. Yep. Yep. It's fantastic. I agree. All right. So draw. The format. Look, the timing. The complete. The completeness of it all. There's honestly not a lot up. of other news around the traps. Idris has announced his retirement. I didn't know that he wasn't unretired. I just assumed. Okay. <laughs> and so he enters the, the you know the Hall of Fame, the, the the squandered Hall of Fame. You know the the one that will be you know headlined by fucking Dave Taylor when the time comes, and I'm sure countless others who we yeah. could think, who we could think of. That, um, Do you reckon Dave Taylor was a bit hard done by this year, not getting a deal? Yeah, but he's he's got fucking he's living the dream. He's going to hit the wolf pack, man. Yeah. I tell you, Dave Taylor next year, he is going to fuck dudes up. Did you see Fooey this year? Yeah, true. Man, Dave Taylor is going to be ten times better than Fooey was, and they're they're playing like the second the, the, the second, second tier, tier of the of the English shit. Mm. They're playing in the third tier this year, and they were just fucking dudes up eighty nil every week. It was amazing. Like, if you're getting paid like real money, yeah, true. I don't know what the salaries of these dudes were, but if they're getting paid like you know, I'd imagine they're getting paid overs. For what a third li- league because it's very semi, it's like kind of semi professional. It's you know, yeah, those dudes working jobs and then playing and then getting fucked up by Canada to, to 80 nil. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. but uh, man, and then the New York official bidders on the table now, too. And they wanted they wanted to slot a team straight in into the second tier. And so, if New York do that, finally, I never would have thought oh, New York have they've tried to get the fucking rugby league thing going. Mm. They've had their competitions and with varying levels of success and they've had their like their super league war and the schisms and, and whatnot, which has kind of you know, hampered it all. Mm. If they do it through the ESL, you know, division system, fuck it. I mean like the Wolfpack have been an outstanding success by every every measure. They're yeah. getting good crowds for the level that they're at and everything yep. and the and New York they're like, Well fucking it sounds like they don't have a cap. It sounds like, we're, like yeah. we're gonna pay. We're, we're gonna, we want Jared Hayne. We'll get fucking Cam Smith when he's sick of Australian football. Yeah. And and who the fuck doesn't want to get a million dollars a year and to live go- in fucking Manhattan? Exactly. Oh my god. Exactly. It, it is the. It will become the new premier super superannuation, and you don't have to make a lot of money. You just got to make enough to live yep. and have fun. Because at the end of the day, you trade that for well, if they supply an apartment for you or something. Yeah, fucking, that's all you need. I mean, it's an expensive ass place to live, but man, you know it, what? It it's, may become like the Gold Coast though, where people are just fucking useless because they not, love it too much. It's not if you do it properly. You know, New York is very fucking manageable as long as you're not a fuckhead. Yeah, which probably means that most of the rugby league players over there will. But you could, can you imagine a dude like screwed on right like Cam Smith? Yeah. Going over there. Yeah. Make more money than he made with two contracts at the Storm. Exactly. Living in New York City. Some media appearances. Yeah. The wear a fucking Steve Irwin shirt. It's, (laughs) yeah. Fantastic. Man, that would be the shit. I'll tell you, that would be my team. I mean, fuck. 
I mean, the Wolf Pack, though, you got to support those guys as well. But, um, you know, they've got some name guys that aren't amazing and have been, you know, had their, had some terrible, like, you know, like your Macrones and your Dave Tails and stuff. But can you imagine if they can get, keep Dave Taylor off the fucking yeah. poutine? Yep. If you can keep him off the poutine yeah. and keep him on the training paddock and keep his fucking head switched on, he'll be steamrolling these fucking farmers over there. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, that, that's going to be interesting. If New York are going to pay Cam Smith a million bucks a year. Yep. They said Jared Hayne too, and I think that Jared Hayne would be a good buy for them, not from a playing perspective, but because he's a rugby league guy that American people know is a rugby league guy because he, you know, the whole Forty ers thing, and he came and he was the best player. You know, what I mean, he's like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. kind of like a name brand in America. Yep. But, at the moment, you know, but again, that then opens up the door properly to players because you know players have got a super league now, and you're like, oh shit, they they went a bit early. Yep. Or oh, you know, I didn't expect that for another couple of years. Yeah. But that properly opens the door to the, um, you know what? I'm 25. Fuck you all. <laughs> you know what? I can I can live in Sydney and and have the newspapers following me around exactly. and making my life miserable and like yeah. you know like a camera up my ass every time I'm taking a piss in the bushes outside of Star Star yep. City, and get you know call the cunt and you know and everything under the sun and then yeah. get fined and whatever. Exactly. Or I go to fucking New York City and skate under the tree of fucking Rockefeller Plaza at Christmas time. Hundred percent. Get double the money and fucking love life. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking all for it. And, uh, you know, best of luck to those guys. You got any other news thing you want to talk about? Not really. There's some signings that went around. Um, Anything interesting? No, not particularly. Again, um, Bulldogs have changed their mind. Resign the hooker. Realise that no one wants to play for the fucking Bulldogs. Idris, yep. Idris retires. Yep. Brennan's coaching the Titans. Oh well, yeah, that's a that's a loss for for Penrith because he was actually successful with the lower grades. Hundred mm, percent. Unlike Trent Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah. he's a very angry man in the box too. Brennan. Yeah, like Bellamy, Bellamy level. Yeah. So that's good too. I mean, because the Titans, I mean, they're going to fucking elicit anger from the coach. Yeah, that's <laughs> they're going to they're going to do the performances. <laughs> so uh, you know, we might get you know. Because, yeah, Bellamy, he's, I don't understand he's at the end, but he's certainly closer to the end than the start. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So you need, you need, and Tuvi's not there anymore to fucking carry the flag for angry men in the box. Hasler doesn't have a job at the minute, so, I mean, you need someone to pick up that torch and, uh, and you know, keep the flame alight. Yeah, um, exactly. Anything else? No, not really. I'll check this out, because we're going to do the tour. We're going to go into the Twillies next, and uh, the actual awards themselves, and um, the NRL obviously kicked some massive goals with their, with their pre-show this year with for Macklemore. the NRL Grand, with, with, with Macklemore Macklemore singing, singing his anthem uh, same love he's a same sex marriage uh, anthem and so yeah we are not going to be outdone at all by, uh, by uh, the NRL and Macklemore so uh, see you on the other side I'm not gay, but if I was, I would want equal rights. I'm not gay, but if I were, I would marry who I like. It's not fair, I'm not gay, that the government has to say. And who can love who not gay, or to which God you can pray on a gay. It gets me so angry, on behalf of them, I feel passionate, not gay. So I pray for them, and I say for them, we need to make a change, not gay. I see it clear as day, this area is not great titties. We need equality, and for all to see that this is the new way, and not gay. Seems not gay, wrong, not gay, that no one seems to care sports. We can't continue to pretend this not gay madness has to end. Not gay. Hey, I was born this way. Straight. You were born your way. Gay. Gay is straight, straight or gay, it's all okay. Sure. It's time to make a change.
Flying kicks, not gay. Big watch, not gay. Missionary, one love. Gym socks, none. Chuck a not gay. Light a fluid HD. Ninja world, peace. Four wheel drive. Gay marriage, love beef. Free love, golf club. Two guys, not gay. Rainbow muff dive. Harvey Milk, Sean Penn, not gay. Drum solo, court side seat, safe sex. One arm push ups, Leonard Skinner. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not 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 gay. I'm not gay. Technical difficulties there, but let's get into these fucking awards. Now we're going to go one for one, okay? So the first one, do you want to finish off this um, Patron or what? Yes, yes I do. All right, cool. All right, so let me just finish off this Patron. I was going to just do a little bit each and then try and equalize these fucking things. All right, here we go. Yep, that's about so. All right, and that is the end of the Patron story that we started last year. So um, here we go. Awards time. And let's do it. And the first award of the night is literally on paper, folded <laughs> over. So we don't we don't know until we un, un, until mm. we unwrap these fucking things. So the uh, first award is for the team of the year fullback position. Uh, and we're going to go from the lowest score, and then reveal the winner at the end. And the winner, well, the fifth place was Darius Boyd garnering 0.77% As he of the vote. fucking should. Uh, in fourth place was Other, with 5.4% of the vote. <laughs> and the highlights the highlights of the Other vote were um, Gutho, who actually got enough Other votes to beat Boyd. Um, wow. Tyrone Roberts, Val Holmes, and uh, Matt Moreland got one one vote. Yeah. And I should, say, I should say that the awards this year uh, received uh, over double the votes of la- the last last year which was a record in itself and so I guess it's it's not completely uh, commensurate with the massive amount of listeners that we gained this year but it's still like a massive uh, and the, it makes the results so much more legit because there's like such a yeah. well, such a much, much smaller margin of error because like you know 10 votes can't swing it yeah. 20 votes can't swing it 100 votes can swing a result plus know? there was also less time between putting it out there and doing the show yeah, we actually beat last year's total um, within the first 24 hours, so yeah. it, was, it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, okay, so, the, uh, yeah, so other was 5.4%. Tedesco finished in third with 13.9%. Mm. Tommy Turbo, 24.7%. And the winner with uh, a pretty a pretty decent uh, decent winner all in all, 55.21% to uh, Billy Slater. To Billy. Who would have thought he could come back? After, you know, major injuries and not a lot of game time mm. to have that fucking season that he had. It was ridiculous. It was Look, very good. The, the thing about Billy, um, you've, I used to think about this a, a lot in cricket. 
Yeah, you'd have great rivalries. Yep. In cricket, and then all of a sudden one'd be gone. Yep. And the next one, had, and the yeah, you know, the other guy'd still be going. You look at Billy's relationship with Snake. Yes. Like they they were the fiercest of rivals for years and years and years. It's and a shame years. that that one got killed by injury. Like I mean, oh. I mean, injury injuries happen and everything, but it would have been great for those guys to go season for season, toe for toe. Until such a time as they both, like, you know, we're in, like, you know, 32 yeah. or something, and we were, you know, 33, yeah. and, and they were going to retire, you know, they were retiring. Or, you but know, what I'm saying is, whereas Snake had injuries. Yes. And has faded off into obscurity, and now just fucking sues people. Yes. He's Slater. making a good living out of that, too. Yeah, I know. Fuck, I would, too. Daily Telegraph should have a fucking edict out there to say, do not um, ever... Don't write stories. Do not yeah. fucking write a story with featuring the words Brett Stewart ever, because it's going to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> um, whereas Billy came back from his injury, and I'll put my hand up at the beginning of the year, Yeah, I said, I think, you know, I, I remember saying, Billy Slater yep. should be on the wing. Yep. Um, they had so much success last year. Yep. Without him there, yep. How dare he come back and disrupt this grand final team? <laughs> yeah. um, but he went to new heights this year. Well done. Yeah, and you know, instrumental part of uh, of the storm, you know, doing what they did, and having having that uh, in, you know incredibly successful season that they that they did have. So um, <laughs> yeah, well done, well done, well done, Abiri, number one. And uh, as yeah, someone said in the uh, in the chat room, uh, don't um, go and give the twilly to a homeless person. Number two is your honour, sir. Second award of the night. Number two. I'm going to drink some Patron while you're doing that. For the This Week in League Team of the Year. Wingers. So, um, we'll go through the other highlights before we go through the... Two the wingers finals. in the team, so the top two, so the top two. are awarded the prize. Yes. Um, notable highlights. <laughs> Lachlan Maranta. Just, that was in the other category. <laughs> and can I just say, with the other this year... This year, uh, for the first time, we polled, uh, you know, as many of the, the members. members' email addresses that were working and stuff. I sent out the questions to those guys and said, you know, just give us, you know, give, and, and I compiled everything and then called you and we were over the phone. We sort of came to a, a working list of all the guys that were going to yep. be nominated for each award. First time we've done that, usually it's like we've, we've come up with it ourselves and we've kind of done three serious ones and then one ridiculous joke one. Like, Maranta would have been nominated for Winger of the Year when he was playing for the Broncos yeah, easily. that's it. But this year with the other, it was very pleasing to see that the other vote went was way down. Yes. Like, I'm talking in the vicinity of like, you know, like up to 50, mm. 50 individual things. Yeah. Which is like, you know, that, that percentage that was like hovering around three to whatever yeah. percent. So, that was really good. Fantastic. Um, but let me tell you, those ones that did it, fucking useless. I don't know if they're trying to be funny. Failing. There was one person... And I haven't gone through to tie it up to tie the, the votes to the to the yeah. name, so I don't know who it is yet, but I'll find out. Um, every every single category, they put a variation of Chapo, like it might mean Chapo for it, or James Chapman, or you know I don't know Chappy Chapster, or you know like just every time. So so you you are a fucking donkey because I mean that is the worst kind of donkey voting. It doesn't affect anything. It's probably Chapo. <laughs> It's possible, but it's kind of... It doesn't affect the outcome of any of the votes. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't put a legitimate alternate contender into the mix that we yeah. may have missed. You know, there's a lot of people like... There was, a, there was a Tyrone Roberts fucking fan as well the whole time through. And who was the other one? I don't remember. But yeah. Nice. I considered putting Matt Moylan in every position. 
you put him in one, I'm sure. There was another, though, that one Matt Moore and other in the fullback position. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> so, the team of the year wingers in seventh place. Um, Cole Felt. Completely unskillful, but fucking somehow can finish a try and can finish a fucking clutch try. We barely, we, I mean, like, so, we, he was the last minute addition from us, yeah. though, too. Like, uh, with three, 3.09% of the vote. Uh, in sixth position, showing that democracy doesn't work because some people will vote for cunts. David Nofaluma <laughs> with five point zero two percent. I put him in there to get. Pe- I, I, I put him. I put him in there to get the. <laughs> just, just because Tigers fans who who we polled and the members demanded it. And uh, and look what happened. They're the only ones that voted for him. Them and them and a couple of their mates. Look, I I remember another group. Yes, where certain people pointed at somebody and demanded that he be risen to power. <laughs> um, uh. But suck shit, Tigers fans. Ahead of Nofaluma is the other other category. <laughs> Six point one eight percent of the votes. I think that the the biggest the, the biggest indignity in this year's awards is when you finish less than You're other. Beaten by other. <laughs> um, so the other highlights: uh, Lachlan Moranta was in other. Nick Kotrick was in other. Uh, the Uate Parte was in other, and Rostog was in other. Yep. Um, in fourth place, six point five six percent, with a probably a bit of a decline since last season, is Jordan Rappner. Yeah, I think he was actually one of the winners last year. Yes, That's pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, he had a good season this year though. His team was shit though, which kind of put a you know cast a, a negative shine on him. But he still had a pretty good season. He was also the recipient of a lot of a lot of BJ good luck. Well, yeah. sorry, good fortune. Yeah, you know, did a lot of himself too. But, but he made some fucking bullshit oh, tries 100%. for himself this year too, just same as last year. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in third place, thirteen point nine big semi out of Parramatta. Um, yep. Who I, I will go close to saying is captain, coach, sponsor of the carry your team team. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, remember before Para, you know, Para were. I don't want to say they were good because I mean, you know, look at what happened this year in the finals. But they were better. But like, you know, before that though, it was just there were years where it was just pass it to semi, chuck it to semi, yeah, yeah. chuck it to semi, and yeah. see if you can make something happen. You know. Um. So for the oh no, okay, now this makes it more official. So the the two wingers on yes. the team of the year. Uh, in second spot with 31.27%. Fox, Josh, Adokar. Yep, which means it's pretty obvious who the winner is. Yes. If if only to us. Because one of the highlights in the others category, enough people voted for Guni Gugu. Just no, that was li- literally one. Oh, really? Was one, oh, just okay. one. But I thought it was funny how, how Vunivalu wins <laughs> with whatever he wins with, the percentage... Despite the fact that there was a vote left on the table by someone who wanted to write Goo 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 in the in the fucking comments, That's it. so with thirty three point nine eight, yes, the ebony god himself, Guni Vunivalu, great Lam. season, the great man, and uh, who the guy who makes it, you know, occasionally enjoyable to watch the Melbourne Storm. Um, this tweet from Sam, Mister Wars, no. tweeting us from Seoul, Korea, um, with. No clothes on and uh, twill stickers on his nipples. Can you tweet that at DPRK? 
<laughs> Look who's in your country, right? <laughs> but shout out to Wars for getting mm. uh, this week in uh, in league sticker into into North Korea. Shame we couldn't put it on the across the eyes of the fucking the guy. But I mean, you know, they they beat you into retardation and then ship your dead body home when you yeah. do that shit. But um, the third award of the night is uh, the the center centers of the year. Two of those up for grabs, and. Uh, other finished in in the worst place uh, in sixth, five point seven nine percent of the vote. Uh, some of the some of the people in in other were uh, Takarangi, Linnett, Connie Harrell, uh, Michael Jennings, and uh, Ricky Lutelli. Uh, Latrell Mitchell nine point six five percent finished in fifth place. James Roberts eleven point two percent in fourth. Dane Gagai, 18.15% in third. And uh, your first centre in the team of the year, Dylan Walker, 25.87%. And finally, the other centre, Will Chambers, with the most vote, 29.34%. And uh, fairly decent win. Gagai got a lot better than I thought he would. I thought that I, yeah. I thought would have thought that James Roberts might have um, challenged for one of the two positions. But uh, Gay Guy had him covered well and truly, and uh, Walkers and Chambers, you know, very similar sort of votes, but um, you know, good margin on the rest of the field. Next up, number four, number four, the fourth award, team of the year, five eighth, five eighth. This one is going to be open and shut in my prediction. In fifth place, with five point four one percent. Other? Anthony Milford. Oh, suck it. Beaten <laughs> by other. Oh, we were just when we were talking about the indignity of being beaten by other. <laughs> other with 8.11%. That's a lot. Um, highlights of the other category. Lola Howe. Yep, that's that's a, that's an awful of voters there. Corey Norman, Blake Green, with enough votes to finish ahead of Milford. Well, I was thinking of putting. I actually had him had him in there and thought, you know what, you, there can't be a manly player in every category. And yeah, he was good for the team, but I don't know how good he was. I mean, he I mean he forced a lot of dropouts, had a lot of tries and stuff. Yeah, but I just I just didn't want it to be like, oh yeah, there's a manly player in everything. And someone voted for me as. Five-eighth of the year. They were clearly running out of ideas, I mean, because there's not even, like, what's the angle for that? Where's the joke? Like, where, where's the derogatory joke know. to you about calling you a five-eighth? I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't it's not that. like if I actually was a five-eighth and they named me for prop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, you know, they named you, you know, they put you in other for, like, you know, decline However, or something, you know get, what I mean? You know. Oh, I went close to beating Milford, apparently. <laughs> um, third place um, probably oof, I think third's a bit rough here given the impact he had to his team this year but uh, with 16.99% Luke Keary okay I think one of the buyers of the year yeah he was he was fantastic mm. second place um, shame he got injured shame he also plays for the Dragons because they're an absolute bag of shit yep and should go to fucking Perth um, Widdop 24.71%, uh, which leaves us with a kid who, you know, he's, he's played alongside greats. He made his State of Origin debut this year and, and looked as if he was a veteran in that arena as well. Yep. Um, Cameron Munster, 44.79. Solid win. Mm. One of the bigger ones this season already. Uh, this this awards night, right? And, and I'll tell you what, 
it's been Storm all the way. Yeah, oh, well, Frogmore says Kiri is a cat. Well, okay. Your guy, your, would it was Rob? No, no, I don't think he was. I think he was. And no, no, Bethany, very happy. Very happy. St. George fan, Bethany, very, very happy to see my monster winning. Oh, everyone, look at this. Oh, jeez, the Storm fans have been infested the, the fucking chat. I mean, I've never seen so much Storm love around this thing. Uh, <laughs> okay, damn, Milford dead said he's been stitched up, said Mr. Wars. De Niro. The only thing bigger than the fucking level of St. George's failure is the fucking chip, son. Take well, it off the shoulder. Yeah, we, we tell everyone to go to fucking Perth, not just your dragons. One of the things that people used to love Glenn for doing, he'd always be, a tweet had come up from somebody and he'd be like, oh, this fuckhead. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, when people are reminiscing and Glenn's like, oh, this fuckhead, it was the De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, time to move on to the next one. Are we done yep. on that one? Yeah, all right. Number five. Award number five, the halfback in the team of the year. And this one. Other finished last, thankfully, because we've all got all got fucking no Broncos state. in there. We, we've all got skin in this game. Uh, other four point two five percent. There's a few for Ash Taylor. Um, not, not enough to, to skew the result. Uh, Caesar Norman and uh, Myth Pierce was the way. That was that was the verbatim. Um, mm-hmm. Now, as for the real players, fourth place with sixteen point six percent. Nathan Cleary, mm. perhaps surprisingly, in third place. On 18.92%, Cooper Cronk. Mm-hmm. In second place, on 19.31%, Daily Cherry Evans. And the winner of Halfback of the Year, with a total vote of 40.93%, Michael Morgan. There you go. Congratulations. Obviously, he's, I wonder what would have happened if they had been smacked out in the first round of the playoffs. I wonder if he would have been no seen as, uh, as gloriously. Perhaps I think maybe, no, maybe those votes may have shifted to Kronk, perhaps, you know, given all the, yeah. you know, everything around him. Yeah. I don't think they, would have hit, they, would, they wouldn't have gone to Cherry. Look, yeah, to, to my point earlier, if they'd have got bundled out in the first week of the finals. Yeah. Um, A lot of fucking things wouldn't have happened on these awards, probably. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, he... I, I think I've seen in Morgan more of an evolution of a player in one season. Yeah. Especially a season player. Yep. You know, old dog, new tricks. Yep. And such. The sixth award. Team of the year. Lock. Highlights. Well, wow. Two beaten by other. Well. So, um... The thing is with Lock, though, in my mind... <laughs> It was really every contender that I put in there, except for one, yeah. was kind of like who's going to make up the numbers. And if they were a dual position player, do I put them in there and somewhere else? We're having the phone call about this, talking. And I'm like, hang on, are they a lock? <laughs> well, this is the thing because they play props sometimes, and it's yeah, it's, it's, the way the position has has evolved, so. it's totally different to the old days. Mm. Like I mean, you think about the, you know, the, the you know some of the locks of of days gone by, yeah. and and now it's like uh, yeah, we'll throw a prop in there exactly. Yeah. Um, so coming in in, in fifth fifth place, uh, Maguire, with one point one six percent, and he was one of the ones where we were kind of vacillating on which we you know where where we we're going to slot him in. Mm. I I'll tell you what though, I think all of these players had a um, a, a good impact on their teams. Yeah, yeah, you know, both crucial. So in fourth place, um, Jack DeBellin with three point nine percent. That's really low, I thought. Uh, I, uh, look, I think he was probably outshone a bit by Vaughan in that pack. Oh, yeah. This year. 
Um, but I'll tell you what, if, if there was an award for most improved... Yeah. Or fucking... Look what happens after you cut your hair, you It's cunt. like that Samson thing. Yeah. The anti-Samson. Reverse Samson. Yeah. <laughs> um, in third place was Other, with 6.18. Um, in that Other field, uh, Mitch Barnett, couple for Nathan Brown, who probably comes in in another couple of categories anyway. Yeah, that's um, right. And Paul Gallant. Enough of you fuckers thought that Paul Gallant was good enough this year... Look, you know what? I actually... I'm, I'm not going to use... Regret is too strong a word. But I actually did think, you know, maybe I should have put him in there. Um, because even though he was kind of responsible for his team getting bundled out, he still did a lot of good shit. I mean, like, statistically, I mean, he, he fucking made some metres. He, and he did his job for the majority of the season. Yeah, okay, that's true. But you know what? If you're driving a motor car... Yeah. And you do your job for 99% of the time, and then don't break when the brick wall comes to you, you're not a very good driver. <laughs> or if it's like you're talking about a car, as a car situation, if the brakes don't work when you're up at Mount Cutha, not a very good car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, not, you're not that successful. You know? So yeah, he did his fucking job. Yeah. But then, um, the brain explosions he had in his, what was his 300th? Yeah. He was running out of the line. He was... I'm surprised he didn't fucking chip and chase. The story the, the, the story I've heard since is saying that, like, yeah, that old accessories fucking himself was saying... He told him to... It was his call to, to yeah, go for the try instead of you know, send it back yeah, for, the, okay. for the chip over field yeah. goal 10, you know, 15 metres out from right in front. <laughs> At least they got each other's back. <laughs> uh, second place was 16.22. Uh, Jake, non-effort face brother... The young Gary Busey. Uh, uh, and in first place, in the fucking greatest margin. Poss- I don't know if it's ever, but it's 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 it's, it's a wide margin, right? Is fucking Jason Talmalolo, 73.36%. We really need to keep records and things like that. Maybe I'll go listen to the other Twillies ones and compile like a year-on-year winner's list and then stick them on the website or something like that. Because um, You should have said you'll fucking send a sticker to anyone that does it. Yeah, I'll send a, I'll send ten stickers to anyone who does that. Goes back through the go. Twillies, and sends me a word document with each year, and the the awards and the winners and the and the the margin and the percentages attached. Because I know that we do talk we do talk percentages so yeah. uh, on everyone. So if you just kept them in a spreadsheet, it'll all be there. Yeah, you know, if I kept them in a spreadsheet, I'll, you know what? I've probably got them fucking all up on there. On uh, mm. I, uh, I just don't know how we the only ones if it's on the same platform. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. Number seven is uh, second row, team of the year, and this one we have obviously is a number of you know, two winners, so we have a number of contenders, and uh, on this one, Torhu Harris finished last in oh in seventh, well not last because there's plenty of fucking back rowers in the competition to mm. get a nomination. Torhu Harris are four point six three percent in seventh place. Uh, other, we had the the uh, other the, the the humiliating defeat by other five point seven nine percent, and five point seven nine was uh, some highlights in there were. Um, Isaac Liu, Curtis Surinan, Isaiah Yo, and someone said Nathan Peets while Tyrone Roberts was playing hooker. Stop mentioning Isaiah Yo. And uh, stop. Because if you keep fucking doing that, I won't be able to call him the most underrated player in rugby league anymore. <laughs> before you can't start rating him. Look, I mean, that was probably you that wrote that one, right? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Fifth. Why would I start rating the most underrated player? 
Look, and now I'm looking at the results of this. There's one that I think is was an absolute fucking lock and deserved to win. The other one, I don't agree. And I think that some of the other people were probably lower than I expected. Fifth place was one of them. Wade Graham, 10.81%. Yeah. Fourth, Tyson Frizzle-Manizzle, 12.74%. You probably didn't reach previous year's heights. Third, Boyd Cordner, 13.9%. Which brings us to second place. Matt Gillett, 16.22%. Admittedly, it was very close from two down to five. Mm. Um, and the winner, with a total of 35.91% of the vote, Wanda Sykes himself, Felice Cafusi. Oh, fantastic. Great season. Scored a gang of fucking tries, including one in the grand final and the grand final win. Mm. Incredible season. Much deserved. Congratulations, sir. Tell you what, though. With, with Gillette, yes. I challenge you that if you had to pick... You know, the most complete footballer out of the current crop of players. Yep. You can't go past him. Yeah. Oh, he's actually improved in the areas where he needed to improve. Yeah. Over years, because remember now he's like you know, people. Like, he's he's like you know punishing defender and stuff. Yeah. And you know I remember two years ago whatever when Steve Mathai scored two tries and he made him look like a fucking idiot, made him miss like five tackles. And, yeah. You know, like so yeah, he's he's actually fixing holes yeah. in his game. Exactly. Which is uh, which is great. Um, next on up, man. I'm going to look at I'm going to look at the chat for a minute. And see what these these idiots are, are talking about. And my God, they're going off. I really shouldn't have unrestricted them with the. Um, <laughs> they're talking about fucking potato scapes and potato cakes and potato scallops and all that shit at the moment. So uh, well, yeah. potato scallops is what they're called. Exactly. Um, team of the year props. So two winners in this category, first and second. Um, in seventh place, other with four point six three percent. Some of the highlights from that category were Sharon Woods, who polled a couple of votes. Um, Syfides there, Blair's there, uh, and one fucking degenerate Sharks fan thought that Matt Pryor was a performing prop <laughs> this year. <laughs> Oh my god! Fucking whoever you are, get a time machine and go back in time to that moment you made that decision, and fucking neck yourself, because that is that is the worst choice of prop in the history of the fucking NRL. Why don't you go back in time to the moment where your father was making that decision with your mother, and boot your father in the dick as hard as you can? Because this that might actually affect the life of another person. <laughs> oh, that's true. In this particular instance. <laughs> I haven't looked up, but I think you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and if that happens, Osama's still alive. Yeah. Oh, that's true too. Uh, can I just can I just say that uh, how 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 fantastic it is that that our mate uh, King Levius. Levi's is a girlfriend has introduced herself on Twitter now That's and, uh, and is joining in slamming him. That's tremendous. Good work. That is great. Um, and she's joined the chat, so welcome. Oh, be nice. Sixth place, Scott Bolton. 6.56. Good in the absence of some larger name players. Uh, in fifth, Jesse Bromwich with 8.88%. Um, fourth, Nathan Brown. There you go. Well deserved. 1467 Three, Marty Tapau, 15.06%. Robbed. Should have been one of them. Fuck off. But, um, you know, a very strong finish, first and second, very close. Uh, in second place, 
RCG, currently on tour with the Kangaroos, with 21.24%, and first place, Paul Vaughan, with 28.96%. Yep. Hard to well, argue with those. Looks like uh, the social media and rugby league fandom know what uh, Laurie Daly and, <laughs> and, and others do not know. Yes. So, uh, Fucking common sense. Well done, folks. Brings us to the ninth award of the evening. And uh, that one is Team of the Year Hooker. This one, I imagine, is going to be fairly comprehensive. Other 5.41% finished in fifth place. A uh, couple for Jaden Braley, but not enough to influence the result at all. Um, fourth place, Andrew McCulloch, 5.41%. Uh, won the Broncos Players of the Year, and I, and I did hear... Who was it that I heard on the radio? Oh, yeah, Corey Parker's wife is on Triple M on Saturday mornings. And I was in a dump run or something, and, and the radio was on. And she was talking about going to the, the Broncos, you know, presentation mm. night or whatever. And she was actually had been, like, down low fucking knocking, like, down low being shitty that McCulloch got the Broncos Player of the Year award. What? Yeah. Uh, well, look, I'll tell you what. Is it any surprise that an absolute cunt hole is married to an absolute cunt hole? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And um, third place, Jake Granville, 7.34%. Mm. Second place, probably probably uh, exceeding my expectations, Appy Corusau, 10.42%. And in first place, with a very commanding 71.43%, uh, unsurprisingly, Cameron Smith wins Hooker of the Year. Mm. For the team. Is is that the new standard, or one of the new standards that you start gauging rugby league players on? Winning twillies? Not, yes. Yes, that, well, that is the only standard <laughs> that they should be rated on. Yes. But if you look at people like Smith and Slater this year, in, in the twilights of their career, um, you know, are, are actually improving. Yeah. Like yeah. Smith had an absolute standout year. This year, and it's not like he's had a bad year. Um, yeah, but there's been for the last couple of years. There's been that talk, you know. Yep. Oh, they're all half a pace slower. They're all just a little bit older. They yeah. all get. A little I feel bit like more it wasn't tired. like the, it wasn't a the they all thing. I feel it was more like injured Billy, like you know, when he's been injured and shit. Like yeah, he's the one because yeah. Cronk's never really slowed down in anyone's opinion. I think no, he hasn't. But um, we'll see what happens next yeah. year. Ten. Ten. Off the bench for team of the year. Just one of these. Yeah, just one. We, I mean, because we only had about five. Of, how many nominations did we had? Not too Six. many. So you, yeah, five. You're not, not going to give four out of five guys a fucking good. You know, that's changing. That's, this, this isn't fucking millennial participation award night. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got a trophy. You fucking earn that shit. <laughs> um, so sixth place, other. Nothing really interesting there. Uh, fifth place, off the bench, Sam Tide. 3.09. You know. That was your nomination, I believe. Oh, look, you know, yeah. off the bench or third man in. Whichever way you want to have it. Uh, fourth place, Lewis Brown, 11.2%. And that was the only time I put a troll one in for this entire <laughs> no, awards put, thing. You put an offer in as a winger. Oh, that's true, yeah. No, but there's members asked for an offer. That's the, you you know, remember when Lewis Brown came in and scored a try? Like, you know, a couple of minutes in against Penrith? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Then Peachy fucked you. Well, the sun, sun even shines on a dog's ass some days. <laughs> <laughs> you assume that all days that the dog is alive, the sun shines on it. <laughs> Us too. But um, 
I saw for Solomona out of Melbourne with 18.53. The fucking Andre the Giant. Second place. Fuck, he didn't get up. Benji Marshall. What was it on Benji? 19.31. Shit, sounds like you need to get close then. No. You're going to need more than 19%, son. Yeah, with 44%. Super sub of the year. Um, and final solution bringer. Cohen Hess. He must break everybody. You know, he he is the closest thing we're ever going to get to an Abradol Flinkler. Yep. Because Cohen is a Jewish name. And yes. Hess is obviously not. Yes. So. There you go. We're learning something as well as being entertained. <laughs> <laughs> The 11th award of the evening is the 2017 Player of the Year. This one. Was that free form or did we nominate? This was nominations. Okay. No highlights for other. They're all bullshit. Uh, 6.18% though. Mm. Fifth place, Nathan Cleary, 6.56%. Fucking well done. Narrowly kid. dodging <laughs> the, uh, the indignity of being beaten by other. <laughs> Fourth place. Daly Cherry Evans, 10.04%. Third place, Michael Morgan, 18.15%. Second place, Jason Tamalolo, 26.64%. And your winner, the 2017 Player of the Year, is Cameron Smith, 32.43%. There you go. Fairly predictable, I think. So if that was was then... I'm surprised that Tamalolo got so close to be honest well if that was extrapolated into a you know value scenario with what each player's on Nathan Cleary is clearly the winner well it's yeah but it's not like wait for age or you know like what do you want to call handicap you know it's it's not that well look if he you know what it, it's just the results but DCE got you know 2% more than him yet he's on 30 times his salary he got about 4% let's not fucking skew the facts <laughs> This is a science, this is very scientific process, mate. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Scott Minto didn't win. So so that North has outed himself. So I don't have to look any further to see who that Gronk was, because that was one of the other other ones. Um What are we up to? Number twelve? Twelve rookie of the year. Oh, this is a good one. This is the NRL rookie of the year, of course, not the Twill Nation one. Mm, that is the NRL. So you have to have actually played NRL this year. So, um, in seventh spot, 5.8% or 5.08%, I should say, Moses Suley. Okay. A kid who came into the year full of fucking expectations. What was he, the most expensive rookie? You know what? He came into in the, the history. He, he was almost like a microcosm of West Tigerdom. Came into the year with <laughs> big raps and expectation. <laughs> Had a cracker of a first game. Was it a double in his yeah, first yeah, appearance? Yeah. Then declined. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he certainly needs the... <laughs> and the decline has uh, culminated in him being beaten by other at 5.47%. Oh, <laughs> uh, in fifth spot, Matt Dufty, 6.25%. Yep. Uh, fourth spot, Brian Kelly at 8.59%. Third spot, Jaden Braley, probably a little bit crueled by injury, uh, 12.1%. Um, second... Spot CHN at 14%, and big win in first place out of Canberra, 
Nick Kotrick, 48%. I dare say that's probably a uh, yeah, reflection somewhat of, of the Dallium rookie of the year. Yeah. Mm, yes. Because I, I, I've felt that it should have probably been closer. It I is, think, it is but, also uh, tough yep. with rookies because you yep. get guys that, well, hang on, did they... They've played six games last year, or yeah, and there were a couple I had to take off the list that I did that I thought might have had a go. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Okay, award number thirteen. Unlucky for some, unlucky for five coaches because this is the coach of the year. And uh, Trent Robinson, one point five five percent, suffering (laughs) the indignity (laughs) of having his total quadrupled by other on six point two percent, and other. Featured a lot of votes for Des Hasler, not enough to beat Robinson, but almost. Fucking idiots. Fourth place with 11.63%, Trent Barrett. Third place with 13.95%, Brad Arthur, leaving a two horse race and a very close one, too. We're talking less than 1.5%, or just over 1.5%, sorry. 32.56%, Craig Bellamy, mm-hmm. leaving your winner of Coach of the Year. With a total of 34.11% of the vote. Paul Green. Didn't that finals run enhance that? Yeah. That's another big sliding doors fucking vote there. If they had got knocked out that first round of the finals, mm. who knows where he would have been. Which ended is up. interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's had more go there for years. And it, everything you hear, it was actually Cooper Cronk. Yep. That was instrumental in Morgan learning how to be more of a leader yep than he was so Greeny being carried by Cronk nice one this has expressed choo-choo <laughs> fuck off <laughs> it actually says cho-cho yeah it says cho-cho it's like so, so. he means he means choo-choo so that's like that's expressed that I'm putting them all like all the all, all the people on the way to Auschwitz right taters fuck us all alright <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, there's a lot of people in there. See Potch in there? And uh, this is good, good stuff. It's, it's, uh, the, only, the worst thing is, it's just really fucking hard to keep up with the chat with the... Uh, with yeah. the you know, we're, now we've taken the throttle off the chat, so everyone's just, it's just free it's for us. It's just, just jumping through. Is it Clucker? Isaac Luke. It's just like he's written it, you know, misspelled and, you know... And, is and, it Clucker? That's and- <laughs> 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 have you cuz have you cuz even had a sip yet? We've had a couple of sh- we've We're finished off a free. bottle of, we've finished off a bottle of uh, of uh, Petronexo cafe, man. Fuck you. I mean maybe you're talking to us. But uh Oof. we've had three we've had three. We just look just cuz we don't announce every drink we have doesn't mean we haven't been drinking non-stop since we started this oh, damn thing. Erebus chaos is here. Yeah, we'll never ban you, man. We'll never, you. we'll never ban you from Ustream. <laughs> I think of you every time I'm driving and my lights reflect on something shiny going down the middle of something. <laughs> um, award 14, Twill Episode of the Year. Now, episode... I may revise this one for next year because I honestly can't make a value judgment on the results of this one. Neither can I. These were the ones nominated by people and this is the one of the main categories that convinced me to put it out to the members because when you're thinking about the episodes over the, you know, at the end of the year and you're like, I don't remember what the fuck I said in the last episode, let alone you know, 25 down the track and which one was good and which one was, you know, there's definitely ones where we at the end of the episode go, you know, that was fucking hilarious. 
and we you know that that felt good. Yeah, exactly. We had a good time doing that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, you tell me which one that was. You know, which ones were that? I honestly think it's come down to more around the title. Yeah, and that may be what it is, or maybe we might make it next year something like um, best moment, like the one liner sort of thing at the start, like the best one of those or something, and then people can you know throw the nominations. Those that's easy to go through too because it's thirty seconds times you know thirty. Yeah. So it would be easy to if you really wanted to do the work and go, you know, pick five. It'd be quick. It'd be quick to do. It'd only take half an hour. Yeah. So, so um, fifth place was episode two fifty eight, Bird Up. Yep. Fourth place, episode two sixty seven, Captain Cooking. I don't even. Fuck, that sounds pretty racist. What I say there? <laughs> yeah, actually, I think it was, you, were, you were talking about. You know, I'm pretty sure it was about someone getting killed. 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 killed <laughs> Third place was uh, episode 260, Jurassic. Um, second place, episode 262, Namla. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> um, but number one, oh fuck. What have I said here? Yeah, I, remember, I remember this one. I was taking it back. 256. <laughs> Porch Tigers. <laughs> yeah, we're taking it back. Uh, remember? <laughs> from the others category, the highlights, somebody voted none of them. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitter cunt <laughs> Oh right, that was De Niro for sure How'd you get through 14 fucking questions Just to go None, none of them, them. None of them. <laughs> Don't like any Fuck your show I voted for all those NRL players Just so I could tell you how much to go fuck yourself <laughs> um, Somebody else voted all of them Well see, there we go There's the medicine <laughs> That's the antidote What are you fucking... Two face listening to the show. <laughs> Flip. <laughs> um, and the other highlight was Schoolie Syndrome for my rant at the RLPA. There you go. That was on that episode. There you go. Fuck the RLPA and everything yep. they stand for. They use this bunch of cunts. Still fuck them and fuck their fucking accessories as well. I thought the same thing this week when I had to go somewhere and I looked out the window of my office when I heard a giant noise and there was a fucking march of cunts who should have been on building sites. Going down Ann Street. <laughs> the way to get me to support your cause is not by fucking putting me in traffic. Well, this is what we're saying about... We, I think we were talking about this at the time with the RPA thing, like when the bus drivers have a strike. Yeah. You know what? People who, people don't want to go to fucking work. They don't want to commu- They don't want to go to work mm-hmm. in the first place. They'd rather be at the beach. Two, well, you know, you might love your job, but you know, there's definitely things you'd rather exactly. be doing than your job. Then secondly, you don't like fucking commuting. Anyway, because that's like dead fucking time, usually surrounded by cunts, relying on cunts to do things, yep, get, deliver you in a timely day. fashion. Yep. So then when you've got a bus driver like, I'm having a strike on this Friday, tough shit, you can't get to work, you have to find another fucking way to get in. Mm. That's not, that's, that is not going to win me to your cause, and I'm exactly. not going to be sympathetic to your plight. Um, I'm more likely to say, um, yeah, actually, pay you fucking nothing, fire the cunt. And fucking on that note, you watch Cameron Smith <laughs> drop his fucking RLPA hat. Like a hot potato the minute fucking New York calls him. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so we're moving to the next award, number 15. And this one, Grub of the Year. Dun, dun, dun. Other, 6.14% in last place. In the other, the highlights of that were a sizable number of mentions for Cameron Smith, but not enough to poll on on the list. Blake Ferguson, of course. Mario Siegs Oof. had one vote. And uh, Chapo had a couple for Grub of the Year. 
Uh, in fourth place, Josh Maguire, 9.3%. I believe that was for stomping on Tim Manor. Stomp, yes. Yep. Third, you, stepdad, <laughs> for that video on Twitter, 23.6%. You almost got into second place. And from the looks of it, it was fucking neck and neck. <laughs> Narrowly ahead of that, 24.4%. Kenny Edwards, <laughs> take your pick. And that leaves the very deserving winner on 34.5%, Adam Blair. Yeah. The grub of the year. Probably not the first time. Probably won't be the last no. time. Adam Blair doing Adam Blair shit. Well, it probably will be because he's going to the Warriors where he'll do fuck all. Where we just won't see it. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so. Oh, there we go. Woman's union is okay. Okay, cool. Okay. My insides are falling out of me. Seriously, man, just eat 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 a better diet. Like that marathon shit can't be good. No. <laughs> Tell you what. Next award. I've seen the future. It's called Wally, and there ain't no marathon runners in Wally. <laughs> <laughs> award sixteen, the You're Doing It Wrong Award for biggest fuck up on field of the year. Um, fifth place, other. 4.25%. There was nothing in there worth talking about. Uh, in fourth place, Jordan Kahu, 9.27% for the line dropout, not going 10 metres. Scoring the try, Scoring thing. the try, but giving away a penalty for touching the ball. Yep. That's fucking dumb as hell. That could have won really easily. They really should have. Third place, James Maloney, 16.99%, purely for the accessories comment. Number two, Jared Hayne, 28.96% for any one of the occasions that he fucking passed the ball without turning his head <laughs> to actually know where he was passing it. Yes. Um, however, very fucking satisfyingly, in first spot with 40.54%, the winner of the You're Doing It Wrong Award was Blake Ferguson for trying to save a 40-20 and ending up with a try assist. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you know what? I don't even know if it was just for that. I think it may have been for a multi... I think that was... Uh, it was a, a, a yearly achievement award, maybe even a lifetime achievement award for that one. I think it was just, like, pick one. Yeah. Because he... This is the thing. Jordan Carr, who had that thing, and that was pretty much his year. He had that thing, and then he did a lot of good things too, like taking yep. all, the, all the responsibility for kicking, winning field goals after yep. being completely abdicated by the you know the weakest the piece of Milford, yeah, yep. and uh, and Ben Hunt obviously, um, and yeah, Nicarima. But uh, yeah, Blake Ferguson, a very worthy winner. Grub, he could be the grub. He could be the Derek. He could be. I'm just glad he won something that says he's a above. says he's a low life piece of shit. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So the next Fergie's misunderstood says Chris Kieran Kenny whoever that is. I see. I see his initials though. I see you. Now, seventeenth award of the evening, the first lady of Twill Nation. This is one where we uh, we highlight the, the wonderful ladies who tweet us or interact with the show or contribute in whatever way they do. And, um, and also note that neither of us are sex offenders Yes, in promoting this. Exactly, exactly. Now, um, this one didn't have an other category, but it had a comments one, so some people threw some stuff in there. Um, Chapo was one of the, one of the nominees in the <laughs> other two. Uh, Stepmum J. So, you, you know, they're, haha, you're a girl. Fucking, they got you. Oh, they're using gender as a pejorative. Yeah. Man. 
You need to checkity check yourself before your privilege rickety wrecks you. Self. <laughs> That'd be a great millennial. JDHD's wife. Uh, yeah, and actually, she's she's uh, thrown a hat in the ring for yeah. next year, and uh, very, very, uh, very worthy contender. And L, L, uh, who came down to the both of the meetups, was uh, certainly close to last woman standing at the the grand final day one. And yeah, tremendous, like yeah, flying down, then having to drive back, and then you know, the husband driving down, like just went to a lot of effort to get down there. So yeah, it was really, shit, yeah. really fantastic effort. Um, fifth place. Melstar, Melly, 001, 6.35%. Yeah, um, you know to, what? That, to, that's called the prior vote. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the Matt That's the Sharkies fans yeah. getting on there, yeah. Uh, in fourth place, Bethany underscore B underscore 97, 7.14% of the vote. Congratulations. And yeah, last woman standing, probably on both occasions, yes. I reckon. Uh, no. No? Supergrover's partner. Oh, yes. Yeah, Would have been true. last woman standing yes. first night. Yep, True. But it was like that's a five minute thing. Yeah, like that, true. that's a small margin, yeah. Uh three, tater chips, seven point nine four percent. Second with seventeen point zero six percent. Unfortunately, the incumbent defeated Lynn Shields in second and winner of our two thousand seventeen uh, tipping competition. Which leaves your winner with a, a total vote of fifty eight point three three percent, Nat Sinclair. Congratulations. I just realised that's probably the only award Penrith will get and she doesn't even work for them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little pennies oh, that no. could RCG got in. Yeah, he got in. He, he got, got in, he got in second place. He got one of the props. There, there we that's, go. That's all good. There we go. All right. Next one. 18. Plough and Thrill. Award for Twill Nation Rookie of the Year. So, uh... We'll go through this one. Um, fifth spot, other category. So well done to everybody. Um, you are not shit enough to be beaten by other. That is an achievement in and of itself. Um, in fourth place, latecomer and tough being overseas, Alpha Ben RL. Yep. Third place, the Irish Tiger. Just on the strength of his Could grand be. final day performance. The, he, he is the North Queensland Cowboys. Rookie of the year. <laughs> um, number two, doing his best to make sure that our country is safe by making the toilets clean for the rest of our armed service. Egg Council Creeper. Which means your Rookie of the Year in first position uh, with 53% of the vote. Well done, son. Fairly commanding. At Cleary's Bitch. King Levius. King Levius, King Le- Levius, or however he wants us to pronounce it. It's going to be King Levius for this show forever. That's fucking Levius. And he is uh, he is the official 2017 Twill Nation Rookie of the Year. Well done, lad. I know some fucking people twice your age that could learn a thing or two about, you know, copying a loss in a bet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll put it this way, it's... Very, it reminds me of Glenn. Like he fucking cops it sweet. Like yep. there's a bet. Like yep. he, he cops it sweet. A bet is you know? a bet is a bet. And not everyone and not everyone's like that. I mean, even people like you know, you know, fucking bitching over like a like something like an avatar for a week or something. And you fuckhead. I had a Titans membership for a year. That's true. Who fucking cops it sweet? Yeah, well, you cop you cop a sweet. What too. did he get? He got his fucking face painted. Yeah, Ooh. but I mean that's like 
I suppose a lifetime of fucking. If you're afraid of clowns, that's also fairly traumatic. <laughs> yeah, what I what I should have done to fuck him up even worse was put like mirrors all around so he could see himself <laughs> and yeah, and feel the terror. <laughs> all right, nineteen. The Shuckman Zero Five Memorial Gronk of the Year Award. This is the award of the year for what for a couple of reasons. Firstly, people were like actually promoting and you know trying to get support from people, you know, which was great. You know, vote you know vote for me to be Gronk of the Year. They legitimized the award. It started out as something that was kind of like an award you didn't want to get. You know what though? That's the thing. It's the it's the opposite. You don't, you know. We hey, got a new one. Though. We got a new one that people don't want. No, this is the thing. The decline, decline of the year. year. Yeah, okay, fair call. This is that. That's why that one came in because you know. It but gives... see, asking people to do a nice thing for you isn't really gronk behaviour. No, but I mean, everyone when there's a sniff of getting fucking recognition, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, they're all you know, oh, look at me, look at me. So in fifth place, and probably a little bit hamstrung just because uh, he's solely on Facebook. <laughs> This is uh, Ram and Robbo, 7.76%. Still garnered some votes, though. But let me tell you, as far as people doing gronk shit to us, he fucking... Stick, took... Sticking your fucking hairy beanbag oh. into a bushwalking sign. And sending, like, you know, uh, sending this uh, crazy Snapchat stuff, like, you know, when he was on Stratty, like, you know, Borat, like the, the Borat fucking yeah. mankini thing or whatever. Like, I mean, <laughs> he's yeah. got... He fucking do his help. Dude. <laughs> He's been done. He's been fucking underground way too long. <laughs> uh, Wally Frogmore said, "What the fuck is a shark man?" Okay, so this is something that goes back to very early in the, in this week in league, probably the first year, maybe second year. I don't know. It was very early on though, and there was someone on Twitter, and their handle was Sharkman05. And people who can you know use Google or if they're just naturally Dave Middletons, they'll be able to remember there was a game early in the season between Manly and Cronulla, and I think it was and it was at Shark Park, and the Sharks were leading Manly 13-0. Manly clawed their way back into the game, and I think they got a field goal to make it 13-all. Sharks kick off. Jamie Lyon gets the ball, or someone gets the ball, and they have they run. There's no time left on the clock hardly. Jamie Lyon runs the ball out to the the right hand side. Kicks ahead down the sideline, and Michael Oldfield scoots down. It bounces up yeah. once, lands straight to him, and he scores a try. And Manly win nineteen thirteen. And after that, he was he was like when when the Sharks are winning thirteen nil, he's just fucking giving it to me because you know I was I used to be I used to gronk it up way worse like in the early part, you know yeah. season of the show, and so he was fucking giving it to me on Twitter this whole game. How about Cronulla were fucking doing me? And then when they lost, he's just like. Oh, I hope you know. I hope your fucking dog gets hit by a car. I fucking you yeah. know. I hope you know, like he he just he he went off and then just deleted his account <laughs> and then and then he did like a then he did a um like a bad review on iTunes or something and uh, and it was it was he went mental and the funny the funny thing was like, I found out down the track that uh, actually like a, a a good friend of the show has been family friends with this guy and his brother for years. Yeah. And, like, his brother's cool. I know his brother. They were good. Like a shark, man. And then once I found out who he was, I'm looking at the other friend's Facebook because we're friends on Facebook. And when he's commenting on his Facebook stuff, I was fucking hitting with shit about this, the manly game. <laughs> he's bloody. He had to block me off Facebook as well. <laughs> but he's, uh, he'll live on in infamy forever, the shark um, man 05. He was, uh, he was fondly remembered in the Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the grog. Now this award 
you'll you'll remember I put on uh, yesterday I put on uh, on Twitter a screenshot of the axis of the bar graphs without any um you know with the percentages without any of the names attached to it because um I was like I was having a peek at the graph to see how it was going but like I had another browser window over the over the names so I couldn't see but all I could see was holy fuck this is a close vote and it's like you know one or two percent from first to fourth it finished a little bit wider than that but from fourth place to first place. 6.12% separating them. So fourth place, Mr. Wars, 20.82%. Third place, Egg Council Creeper, 21.22%. I know he fucking wanted that. I know he wanted it. Second place, and I find this disgusting, Chapo, 23.27%. Second place. I feel See, it. See, that's I feel what it. fucking campaigning does. I don't think it was campaigning. No, I think it was. I, you know what? I just think that's brand name recognition. <laughs> he's built a brand over the years, <laughs> and and he's like he's like Sizzler, right? You remember getting the cheese toast as a kid. You think fond memories of Sizzler. You forget that they fucking poisoned people with a rat sack at Tuong and that they pretty much shut, all shut down now. You just remember the good times and that's like Chapo. Everyone remembers the pubes and the bolognese. <laughs> so leaving in first place, repeat champion, 26.94%, Special K. Oh, fucking chilling and, like a villain. And he was definitely one of the last people standing after grand final day because there's, well, you know, it turned, it turned out being an after party after the after party at our place. And he was one of, you know... But it wasn't a hotel lobby. wasn't a hotel, it was a hotel lobby, no, but uh, no. he was, uh, yeah, he was one of the, you know, the last, let's like, say, dozen, and ten, he something was like that. also running his hands through my fro. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, and uh, Chapo, you were kissed on the dick getting to second place, I tell you. <laughs> fucking kissed on the dick winning the sperm race. <laughs> Award number 20, the Twill Tweeter of the Year. Fantastic. So um, in the others category, uh, the guys that came in close but no cigar, the, uh, the Timmy and Chapo Periscopes. They were fantastic. I thought they were great. We need to find some way to get those, like, you know, some sort of recognition for those, get them out there yeah. a bit better, yeah. Um, when does the NDIS roll out in New South Wales? <laughs> Surely there's some grant like Timmy could get as a <laughs> as a care or something for Chapo. <laughs> I was going to say mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so in fifth, fucking stalwart at the meetup this year again, Supergrover four, fourth place, keeping it in Singapore, Mr. Wars. Uh, third place, Timmy McIntyre. Second place. The Isaiah Yayo of tweets is uh, Ma underscore Aaron. Yeah. Fantastic. The most underrated. Fantastically underrated yep. tweeter, I think. Um, but the spirit- so second place, though. Second place. So that's, I mean, you know, it's like, it's like the Isaiah Yayo thing. Like, okay, now he's been voted second place. Does that mean he's is getting he underrated? underrated? Yeah. I don't know. But with 49.3% of the vote, the spirit has risen. He lights a candle before he curses the darkness. Your friend and mine, biggest tiger. Your friend, my friend, friend of the earth, the biggest tiger. <laughs> defender of the earth. Well, I don't know if he's a defender of the earth, but he's a friend of the earth. <laughs> he's not like a, he's not like a you know like a a, a a rowdy a rowdy fucking criminal pirate like the sea shepherd. He's like 
<laughs> he's like a more, a more, you know, he's just like a big hug. <laughs> but uh, fantastic work, biggest, and um, very well deserved. And uh, it just, it just goes to show that there is, there is a, a benefit, there is reward for positivity. For positivity, exactly. So congratulations and uh, good win, good win, good margin as well. Okay, all these people are like, biggest tiger, yes. Uh, that's, that's when you know when you know when there's universal oh here we go no Aaron robbed Paul Mack everyone's robbed doesn't matter what it is <laughs> everyone's robbed <laughs> okay award number 21 of the evening this one the revelation of the 2017 NRL season other in 5.47%. Some of the others that we, we saw were the uh, PNG Queensland Cup, the Intrust Premiership, mm. uh, Michael Morgan, the death of the footy show, <laughs> <laughs> Nate preferring soccer. That never happened. Oh, hang and yeah, uh, the Broncos are. trying to get clearance for a piece of shit to play for them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and the Eels were a revelation. They were, they were revelatory of nothing. Fourth, the return of the mighty Sea Eagles. Ten point nine four percent. Well, now you have a good idea of what percentage of the listeners are Seagulls fans. <laughs> well, we do have the demographic information at the end, so we can find that. Out. It used to be higher though. <laughs> there was a time in like two thousand and twelve when I could fucking put a Seagulls player in a category and they'd win with sixty percent of the vote. <laughs> Lewis Brown. Yeah, those days. Yeah, Lewis Brown. He would be even in the fucking player of the year. I, I could have put fucking Matthew Wright in for the wing and he would have won with 75% of the vote. <laughs> All right, uh, 16.8%. Benji Marshall. Mm. I wanted him to win this one, I'll be honest. Yeah, 19.1%. Because we were joking about it early in the season, like, fucking, wouldn't it be funny if... And then come into the year. And it's like, well, well fuck, you actually, actually well, yeah. you got to say, it was a positive year. The Broncos fans were all like, you know... And reciprocal positive year. Yep, yep. Okay. Revelation. The revelation's not your dick, Sam. No, that's... No, no never. 19.14% in second place. Nat Sinclair and Ask Nat. Fantastic. Leaving the winner with a big margin, and maybe this is a you know, somewhat surprising winner, 47.66%. The North Queensland Cowboys in their unlikely finals run. There you go. Winner of the Revelation season. That's the first time I think it's gone to someone or you know, an entity rather than like a single person. This is the defining moment, as in the United States. The did you win Court. last year? I can't remember. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. Um, Supreme Court decided that corporations were people and had the same rights. It is. We're all fucked. Yep. Award 22. The decline of the year. Um... In sixth place was Other. Decline of X Factor showed up in Other. Yeah, that's a, that's that's true though. That's that a good was fantastic. one. That was a good that's one. Cool. That that should have been a cont- that should have been on the list. I totally didn't even think yeah. about it. Um, Fatty Vorton, decline of the year, um, and the Dragons. They they did have a fairly decent in season yep. decline. Um, fifth place for decline of the year was underscores in Twitter handles. <laughs> <laughs> that should have fucking won. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Mario Siegs is off Twitter. Well, he's no, he's just changed. The problem with the problem is 
People are like, that's not his handle anymore. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's okay. the brand. That's, that's the brand awareness, though. Okay. Because he only changed his handle on the on the grand final day. Okay. So he's like had the new one for two weeks. So there's no brand recognition for that that handle. Okay. No. Worries. People know if we're talking about Mario Sigzo, he's the guy's tweeted for fucking years. So. Okay. That's why I was in as that. There we go. Um, third place, the West Tigers. Yep. That was a trial one. I just wanted to see how high they'd get. <laughs> Still. Oh, look, they are the yardstick. <laughs> um, second place, Des Hasler, with 27.63, uh, which means that in number one position, with 30% of the vote, the decline of the year, James Chapo Chapman. Fantastic. And that is a deserving... Your fall from grace, sir. And I salute to all nation for recognising it. And, and dominantly... What was, the, what was the final percentage there? 30%. 30%. Jeez, that's funny. Chapo and his coach <laughs> combined for almost 60% but, of the vote. <laughs> you know, I, I salute the, uh, the class with which you wear your decline. <laughs> all right. 23. We're getting to the business end now. Hashtag of <laughs> the year. 3.17%. Oh, other. And the one that was the one that got the most in other, not enough to affect the, the other the other standings. NRL Chaos. It was a late bloomer. Oh, I, start, I only oh, threw it in at the start of the final series. And um pretty much I think the Cowboys game against the Sharks was the one that got me interested. Look, there there were I reckon half a dozen people when you floated that, you know. Hashtag NRL chaos. Yeah. And that little, that little gif of fucking Finn well, in Adventure I'm, Time. I'm really fucking concerned which one it was that sold their soul. <laughs> <laughs> that shit happened. <laughs> Fourth place, 7.94% of the vote. Hashtag Arsnat. 17.86%. Hashtag Ref's Fault. Mm. 28.57%. Hashtag... Tigers in decline. Still polling <laughs> well after all these years. And finally the winner, 42.46%. Hashtag Twill Tourist. Oh, there you go. That was a good hashtag. Got so much enjoyment out of that hashtag what, and the people using more, it over the year. Some more positivity. Exactly. Well, maybe maybe that's how it's got to be. And look, I'll yeah. tell you what, though. Tigers in We're decline. We're going to be the wholesome positive podcast next year. Okay. Can I should still put fisting videos up? <laughs> Well, you, what you do on your own Twitter account? <laughs> what you do on your own Twitter account is up to. <laughs> and uh, and Beer Boy says, "Why not us?" That actually was one of the winners or close to of the uh, the Derek. You're doing it wrong yeah. award last year. You that fucking one. idiots. <laughs> that was the worst hashtag fucking ever. You know what? Fucking speaking of that, not worst hashtags, but just fucking hashtag abuse. I saw the fucking roosters today using hashtag Rise Up, which is the Atlanta Falcons one. Fuck you, cunts. Get your own fucking hashtag. I try and fucking, you know, give me your fucking cheap ripoff. It's fucking Australia fucking, oh, look, America does it. Let's copy an American thing. It, it is such a fucking Australian thing to do uh, from back before the days of the internet. Yeah. When the only way... Like when Steve Visard copied his entire late night show. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, seriously, that was the thing. Because it would take things six, seven months to get out here. Oh, well, this is fucking, what's clink, fucking Levius's woman saying Falcon suck. She goes, she probably goes for the Saints as well. Fucking enjoy your, enjoy your fucking 7-9 season. Anyway, what trophy for you, Mr. Wars? There's no trophy for you. What are you talking about? The hashtag one. Oh, uh, fucko. You are the fucking Anthony Milford of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The new award. I'm I am so in favour of this award. Which one are we doing now? Award 24. Yes. Hashtag NRL Chaos. Oh, yeah. Finish of the year. This is kind of like our equivalent of like the that, that Peter Fralingos one on Dally M night, except we don't pick shit like Mitchell Pierce bullshit to be the winner of no. it. No. Um, or Luma dropping the fucking ball and getting awarded a try and shit. Um, <laughs> so, in sixth place, others. Next year, just fucking pick one from the ones we put in there, you other cunts. I'm actually I'm I'm happy to spill five or six percent though on other because it's a that's this year by far the least, yeah. which means that we got the nominations mostly right. So um, the others, the highlights from there, seems to be just one game. You fucking degenerate manly fans who can't even use League Live to go back and find out the game it was. <laughs> they sponsor the fucking show, cunts. Download the app. Others highlights: Dylan Walker defeating the Raiders, also worded as. When Dylan Walker fed the Raiders, also worded it was Eagles versus Raiders, where Walker tried to fight everyone. In <laughs> <laughs> um, fifth spot, when the North Queensland Cowboys defeated the Canberra Raiders, round one. And in round one, you would have thought that that was the worst defeat the Raiders were going to cop that year. <laughs> that was yeah, know. yeah. That was a, that was ordinary golden point, but um, yeah, fuck, they had a lot to come, didn't they? Um, fourth position. Bulldogs defeated Knights round eighteen twelve percent was that that's the Reynolds farewell yeah and that, and and for me personally it, you know it wasn't wasn't my favourite finish out of those ones but it was but fucking NRL chaos it was it was NRL chaos fucking personified into the, in the form of of fucking yeah. Josh Reynolds and and it was like they had the game won and then Josh Reynolds fucking trips a cunt does it was like his farewell game he does the most Josh Reynolds <laughs> shit ever and like oh then. My. Okay, you're gonna take the you're gonna take the penalty. No, can't take penalty too far out. Okay, yeah. fucking rookie steps up. I'll take the fucking penalty. Yeah, and then he shanks it. Is he gonna? You know, yeah, is he gonna die? <laughs> um, yeah, third spot. Manly beat the Warriors. Yeah, being down seven with about six minutes to go and uh, scoring and try and a field goal. Fuck, and then- I'll tell you, I don't know how I didn't think when we were coming up with these. Yeah, of the birth of Clittery's bitch. Penrith versus the Warriors. Yeah, because that was... Yeah. Although I know, that, because Penrith got in front and get the pretty... There was a fair bit of time left when they got in front. They got over the top of them by like about the 65th minute, didn't they? Yeah. It, it wasn't like... It they wasn't a finish. They didn't yeah, score right, right to death, you know what I mean? That's yeah. right. I just wanted to mention that game again. Yeah. yeah. Um, second spot, Matt Moylan's two minutes of Matt Moylan magic against the Canberra Raiders, round 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. When Ricky Stewart did the best impression of his kid that he's done his whole life. Yep. Um, Imagine the Texas that day. Oh, fuck. So many Texas. <laughs> and in, round, in first position for the NRL chaos finish of the year was the North Queensland Cowboys defeating the Cronulla Sharks week one of the finals. There you go. And that 28.52%. And that was very possibly the game that actually spawned the use of the hashtag. Yes. So, um, fantastic. We're up to the final award now. Yeah, we are up to the final award, and the final award is a wholesome Twitter award again. Number twenty-five, Twill Tourist of the Year. This award goes to basically people who are using the Twill Tourist hashtag through the year when they were doing their trips, and they might have been, you know, to games in Australia, you know, or whatever. Yep. Um, to just 
going overseas and you know getting a photo of like you know twill stuff you know when they're in you know some countries over there I mean, Mr. Wars uh, is based in Singapore and travels a lot for work so I mean he had, he had a leg up Perm he was over there in uh, in Belgium based in Belgium and obviously when you're in Europe you know it's it's a you know a, a little a short step to anywhere yeah, so he's it. been doing a ton of traveling this year taking it all in and you know spreading the good word of, uh, of Twill Nation while he's been doing it uh, Beer Boy yeah, you know, he had a, a long, like, you know, at least six weeks overseas, so... And a off. fucking terrorist attack. Yeah, and that's, narrowly that's avoided it. You're being, being blown up by by uh, the jihadis. And uh, and, don't, and we'll never forget the Kokomo one where we threw the challenge out to someone mm. someone to, you know, get the twill stuff in... Uh, in that is... Uh, all the, you know, the, you mm. know, well, you, you know Bermuda, Jamaica, you know, Bahamas, all, you know, all these sorts of places. Couldn't do that, however... We had a great <laughs> photo essay on Kokomo, um, which, you know, in uh, where the fuck it was. It was tremendous, though. Tremendous. Anyway, to the results. Other got five point. Well, Cattle Dog Blue four point eight four percent finished in seventh place. Other finished in five point two four percent, and one of the only real notable one. Some people in the other section, they'll say something like, "Don't know" or question mark. Well, yeah, mm. something like yeah. Okay. Um, did, did this you- is the thing. It doesn't matter that it's a thing on Twitter because we there's literally a segment of the show every week. This year, ever since that hashtag came out, it was a session. It was, it was a segment of the show that uh, operated every fucking year. <laughs> Who are we to tell people how to enjoy? Yeah, the content. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they skip through the stuff when we're being too familiar. Possibly, you know, and get to the reviews and concentrate on that. Yep. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna go changing to try yeah. to please them. No. This is the thing the the show today is, is very fucking different to what it was in you know the start. Mm. It's just because it's just, it's just because it just tends to evolve the way it needs to evolve mm. in its own pace, and you know mm. the results speak for themselves. I was going to do a big thing to talk about you know how many people listen this year. I just didn't I just didn't fucking have a chance to look it up, but fucking easily over easily over a million, probably over two million people this year total. Fucking ridiculous. So the whole fucking thing about starting a religion, yeah. Yeah, Is well, I mean, there wouldn't be too many uniques. That'd be, I mean, obviously, that, no, 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 but bro. I mean, like, there was an episode there that was like, you know, over 200, and there was episodes that averaged out of, you know, there was a stretch that averaged out of like 140, 160K, yeah. like fucking tons, like just ridiculousness. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying that, you know, legitimately, yeah, we could take over the world. Yes. Yes. We'd crush it underneath our fucking steel cap boots. <laughs> and then, you know, fucking wars, if you want a tool tourist. Getting a rocket cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Fifth place, five point six five percent highway, and he was a, a very yeah, more local, like you know, Roosters fan. Did like the Melbourne did uh, did the game in Adelaide, and uh, you know, sent us something every week, pretty but, much yeah, from where fucking it was. Rugby league orientated. Yes, yes, always. Yeah, pretty much always. Yeah, league oriented, yeah. Uh, twelve point ten percent. Lauren with the Kokomo story over on Facebook. Well, very well done. One of my favourite things this year. That's great. Twenty two point nine eight. Beer Boy 182. Clevo, well done, sir. This is very, very, oh, fuck me. Okay, so between first and third, we're talking a total margin of uh, 2.5, Ooh. 2.6%. 2.58. Um, or 2.42. Uh, Beer Boy 22.98. Second place, 23.79. The Perm. Mick the Perm. Well done, sir. And narrowly beating him. Not a lot in it. 25.4%. Mr. Wars there we are. gets the gong. 
North there's Korea. Your, there's your fucking trophy. And he's currently over in Seoul, Korea. And he sent us a picture. Um, you'll have to... He's Mr. Underscore Wars on Twitter. Request to follow him if you don't follow him already. And have a look at his picture that he sent. Tonight, as listening to this show, naked with uh, This Week in League stickers. One sticker stuck on each nipple. No, he puts them on there so they don't chafe. On his singlet when he runs. Yeah, but there was really nothing to chafe because he wasn't wearing anything in the photo. just taking it off. (laughs) Or just putting it on. (laughs) So, yeah. There you go. That's that's it for the Twillies. twillies. Congratulations to all the winners. Uh, Very well deserved in in almost... Well, you know what? In all areas. Uh, Congratulations to everyone. And it was great. There were some very surprising results as well. That was fantastic. A couple of those did not go the way that I anticipated, and a couple of them were very fucking close, a lot closer than I thought. So uh, that's the Twillies for a uh, another year. And that is full time for episode two hundred and seventy six. And also, the 2017 season of This Week mm. in League. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Actually, hit the like button, share the stuff around. Uh, thank you very much to the people who do that every week. Uh, it does not go unnoticed. Um, iTunes. I actually fucking opened iTunes up to see if there was uh, any reviews this week, but I got fucking sidetracked or something. So I didn't actually see if there were any reviews, but I mean, I can always fill them while I open up the iTunes store and have a look and see if there are any new reviews this week. Look, at the end of, end of the day, it's the end of the season, so I'm pretty sure that it's fucking not going to happen. So you've got plenty of time to uh, get over there and throw us a review, and hopefully we'll have a bit of a backlog to get to by the time we uh, start up the next season. But let's look at what we got here. Oh, we do. We got one from Salty underscore Bronco. And he said, uh, top-notch five stars. These two dudes could turn a gay FL supporter into rugby league supporter. Dead set. The only way I want to get my footy news. Keep it up, lads. Fantastic. I, I, you know, I, I appreciate the five-star review. Not sure I appreciate, I don't, I'm not sure I appreciate the, the tone of the, you know, the, the gay FL thing. But look, you know, Australian rules, you know, that sport, you know, as far as, I'm, as, far as I've heard, it's dead. No it one is. even no one no one goes to the games. No. No one watches it on television. No. Uh you know, they well they haven't they didn't cancel their footy show though, did they? Well they didn't they didn't sack everyone from their footy show. <laughs> yeah, well look, you know, the NRL footy show isn't just a hotbed of scandal and bigotry, so yes. Yes, true, true. Um, thank you, sir, for the review. Um, and yeah, and if you want to give us a review, just go to iTunes, look at the podcast section, go to the sports and rec category, and uh, look in the what's hot section. We always seem to be sitting there in the second position there um, on what's hot uh, pretty much permanently. So you click on there, you'll see the logo and everything. So click what on you're there. saying is that we are either hot or the person that updates that at Apple's been sacked and not replaced. Or the person at Apple fucking loves our shit. And ensures that we're kept there, despite Fantastic. all the, the the meddling algorithms that are trying yes. to fucking keep the man down. That's it. I mean, because you've got to remember, Apple. You know, in, t- in 2010, they gave us like a best new podcast of all, like, <laughs> and the, the other the other ones in the in the in the 25 that were featured as the in that yeah, you know, Rogan, 
Kevin Smith. Yeah. Fuck, I mean, it was like some some heavy hitting motherfuckers, yeah, right? You know. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's someone someone at Apple likes us, which is uh, fantastic because I've been using Apple Apple uh, devices and computers since 2007, and uh, I would certainly love to road test one of those new fucking Mac Pro those those. Those gunmetal fucking oh, yeah. IMAX, goddamn yeah. son. When they come out in fucking December, send one up my way. I would love to well, test it out for you. Look, we record on Max, and we, we record on Max. I you, prepare on my iPad. We Pro use iPads with my yep. Apple Pencil. Yep, that's it. And and using the League Live app on our iPhones and my Apple Watch. Yep. So thank you, thank you also to to Sportsmate. Gordon, the gang down there, Sportsmate, and uh, of course the League Live app. Now, rugby league season's gone, but they've got a plethora of apps. And actually, when I opened up the League Live app the other day, um, I noticed that they've got sad very face. well, yeah, they've got the sad face with the league season over over thing. But uh, also very um, very cleverly, they've got the they got the sad face footies over thing, and then you click on it, and when you click on the uh, footies over thing, they've got a, a little goodbye 2017 thing, and then they've got links there if you want to get the cricket app or the NBA app or mm. the NFL app or the A League app or the EPL app. So rather than me tell you what these are and you know, go into the, the the app store or the Google Marketplace or whatever Android Marketplace to get them, just go to just open up uh, League Live. And just click. There's the footies over the, the third one over, and just click on that, and you got your links, and you can mm. get those other ones straight away. So it's nice all good. Uh, what else have we got? That's it. Nice, Lynn, the the, the triumphant winner of the uh, the tipping. You've earned yourself a, a free membership next year with your amazing skills. And uh, Michael, coach of the Wendells, you've earned yourself a free one too for for dominating Supercoach again. Jesus. And uh, we did have um, we did say that people who filled out the Twillies award thing. Uh, one of the, a random person's going to get a free membership from that too. So I, I've just uh, gone through the actual results at the moment, and then we'll go through the the, the demographic stuff and the, the suggestions on improving the show and everything like that, and uh, you know work on that in the off season. And I'll uh, take everyone who actually submitted their personal contact details, and I'll just throw them in an Excel spreadsheet and just pick a random row and you know random nice. number generate and uh, someone gets a free membership out of that for next year and you know ideally you know because we're very fucking busy people and this year especially I felt it um, mm. so if we can actually get onto the shit you know in the off season and you know hit the ground running and everything and, yeah. with, and with the draw coming out like we say at the start of the show mm. it means we can plan shit far fucking earlier yep. with um, you know, meetups and things like that and there's just, just a lot more certainty with stuff so we'll definitely be doing that through next season and um yeah, I don't know. Got anything you want to say? Mate, thank you again to everybody for the year. It's been fantastic again. Meetup was spectacular each and every week. You are a fucking fantastic group of people out there in podcast land. Um, it's wonderful to sit here and do what we do. There Fuck we go. Anthony Griffin, and I hope he gets polio and AIDS and the diseases fuck each other inside his body. And he ends right. up with some kind fucking of untreatable superbug, some sort of su- super super fake poly AIDS. But then, how's he going to be able to coach your team? Are you going to be so rudderless ship, or are you going to? Like, Matty Morland's going to ascend to the fucking take take the reins. <laughs> how's it all going to work? <laughs> yeah, it's look. It can't be worse. Put it that way. What about fucking what about what about old old fucking Ivan? Top bloke. Yeah. Throwing a kidney away of his fucking brother or whatever. What's the rose out Homer Simpson one where he goes, You've significantly shortened your life to, <laughs> to 
Fucking Ray is a cuck cunt. Who said really? that? Oh, Chewy. Oh, no, no, wonder, no, wonder, no wonder he got permanently banned from fucking Twitter. <laughs> See, th- this is what happens. The, the further cunts move away from rugby league, yeah. the fucking nuttier they get. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about Victorian people, obviously, the yeah. Fucking Bronco loving snail trail. I snail, I mean, he's, he's, he's a scratch pad for a, for a fucking $2. <laughs> like, then the fucking snail that left that trail looked like it had just sucked on a sour warhead <laughs> for 20 minutes. But uh, no, again, th- thank you to, to everyone that listens every week. Um, you know, we're not here without you. We probably would be. <laughs> We'd just be in the, just into a void. Well, you know, it'd be it'd be like the first half a dozen eps. <laughs> it'd be like just doing stuff into a void, yeah. and you'd be like, "Well, you know, hello, is there anybody out there?" <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear me. <laughs> Then as as always, with the live one, it's just fucking, it's just good fun just watching the chat chat roll by and just and just having a chat and having a few drinks and everything. So it's, it's really hard to uh, to put an end to it and um, you know being the end of the season. Look, World Cup coming up next week too. So um, which is the reason I mean I, I would have given people more time to vote, except we couldn't do we couldn't do the Twillies next Tomorrow, Friday night yeah. because World Cup's the on. first games are on. Yeah, yet, so we don't don't want to compete with those. I mean you know because people want to watch those games. So I mean you know it'd be terrible you know, they'd miss them and listen to us. But you know it's terrible. You know, you watch the games. You could, you could outrate the World Cup. Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, oh, no, it's actually the first. The first one is kind of like some marquee action, isn't it? It's not yeah, like true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like Ugga Nugga Nowhere versus fucking. <laughs> 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 but yeah, look forward to those. I mean, you know, you know, I'll probably find my way along to the semi in the final. We got the final and one yeah. of the semis up here, don't we? Yeah. So that's they're the only games fucking we get in Brisbane. Speaking of cucks, yeah, Wayne Bennett. What's he done now? Come out and said a loss is good enough. A loss for whom? England. England yeah. A loss what? To, a in, loss in the final. Australia. Oh, in the first game. Well, yeah. like, oh. Okay. A loss is enough. What a cuck. What does that mean? Just a, just like a close, the competitive loss. Yeah. He's lost it, man. Yeah. Or is gone. Yeah. Or is gone. He's fucking. He's he's fucking transferred <laughs> his aura into some fucking gilf. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Wayne Bennett coming would be as close as you could get to watching the guy from the end of the last crusade in real life. <laughs> like just <laughs> like, like that higher percentage of moisture would leave his body. <laughs> oh fuck and then what the then then like then then uh, I forget I forget what Gilfie's name is, but then she's gotta like some she's gotta like load him into like a some kind of like humidifier or something to fucking no, you'd have to intravenously hook up before she. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then fucking Kaiser Bennett's in the background, and he's put, he's pulled it off and just goes, "You chose poorly." <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, Frogmore. Final word there is what? Yeah, Wayne Wayne Bennett would uh, come dust. And I look, and uh, Bethany has set up a Discord uh, 
for people to chat in after afterwards. So uh, what's this? Is, oh, is this a thing? I don't. Oh fuck! I feel old. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in a Discord thing for for uh, for Pokemon Go. Oh, and gee, off season. What are you doing in the off season? Tomorrow, Halloween event starts. Pokemon Go. Some of the Generation Three Pokemon are going to start appearing in the wild for the first time. Oh. It's fucking great. Okay. When's Halloween this year? Ah, uh, so, you know, it's like thirty first or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same every year. But what day though? Because uh, it's a weekday. It's, it's, like, a it's like a Tuesday or uh, a Wednesday okay. or something like that. Yeah. It's better when it's on a, on a weekend. What are you talking about? No. Because then you can take the kids out trick or treating earlier because it's not a school night and people are actually set for it because they they set their shit up. Uh, still. It, Does your area fucking still go nuts? Because they were awesome, one. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were. Oh, it's not the whole area was. There's that one there street there, half, though. There were half a dozen houses that yeah. were. Yeah. And with the rest of them, it's really fucking awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, if people got the lights on and the and the paraphernalia, you go, okay, those guys are, you know, they're doing something, so we'll go yeah, there. Yeah. That's what we do. We just we just you know cherry pick places we know that have been traditionally, you know, yeah. good. With the Halloween thing this year, I got there. I did the old Negan, old do, do Negan dress up. <laughs> got my fucking, got my bat and my fucking yeah. <laughs> bat and my bandana there. You're going to dress Killer up as Glenn? I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to dress Killer up as Glenn and I wanted to dress Aubrey up as Abraham. <laughs> Put her in like the <laughs> Can you imagine her? Yeah, look at her go, suck my balls, like a five-year-old. <laughs> it would be fucking hilarious. But Can no, I tell you that... Got kiboshed. Speaking but, of kids, yes. we got road raged the other day. Okay. Um, I was in the car with the two boys. Yeah. And it was raining. Yeah. Very heavily. And I was coming to a part, I know this road extremely well. Yep. Where it goes from two lanes into one. Yep. And my choice here, this fucking idiot woman's doing 50 in a 70 zone. You're in the lane and she's, she's no, the one I've trying got, to get I've in? got to move oh, okay. in the lane. Okay. She's yep. doing 50 in a 70 zone though. Yep. I can either speed up and fang in front of her and cut in. Yep. Or I can slow down and come in behind her. Yep. And so I've chosen not to go the dick move. Yep. And I've slowed down, slotted in behind her. I generally find with the ladies, coming in behind them is usually a good option. Yes. But she thought that was, that I was then too close. And so she's tapping on her brakes. Oh, you're in the brake test, in the wet, in the wet weather this week too. Yeah. Yep. And so we've gotten to the lights and she's wound a passenger window down. And at that stage I've pulled back out of the lights, it goes back into two lanes. Yeah, yeah. Wound my window down as well. And she's going off her fucking nana. No, what no, kind no. of car chair? I don't... Uh, Nissan Micra. Okay. Well, and like on the back, stickers. Sea Shepherd. Oh. Greens. Um, oh. Oh. Water for life. Yeah. Something. Yep. Vaccines are bad. Hairy-legged wombat. <laughs> yeah. So, um, she's going off and off and off and off and off. And yep. she's going, you were going to run up. And I'm like, so you thought you'd tap your brakes? <laughs> <laughs> to make it happen but the best bit was yeah. I'm looking out the window at her little do I know the deck in the front seat has got his phone right yeah. and so I say to her have a good day I you know didn't swear in front of the kids I didn't go off at her or call her a thunder cunt or anything like that yep and as I'm rolling my window up deck shouts across me you're going on YouTube bitch <laughs> And for the listeners, you you want to remind the uh, that deck is ten years old. He's ten. <laughs> <laughs> that is <Sir>. a tremendous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On that note, that's it. Thanks for the year. Thanks for the year. Great year. Great meetups. This year coming up, so it's next season. I really, I really want to get that that May twelfth, that that double header. 
Yeah. Want to try and elevate? I mean, grand final day is a special thing, and it has that kind of it's finality and the vibe and everything. You know, a public holiday after it. You know, this is a Saturday though, so you have got your Sunday. Yeah, true. So Good this shit. is this. Uh, so I, I think we try and we really try and work on Queensland finally fucking representing in uh, and getting this meetup going. Because I know people are going to come up for it um, from down south, and um, and yeah. No, you're, you're not. You're not muted. I'm not. No, she can't use it. Can't use the volume. I'm a that. fucking Sorry. candle in the wind, taters. Yep. All right. So we're out. We're out. Thank you very much for 2017, everybody. Tool Nation, your legends. Thank you for voting on the in uh, the Toolies and making them such a success again. And uh, yeah, we will uh, talk to you guys next year. Later.
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.